You're listening to The Virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts... Now. There you are, Mike. Our Mike. Time to get out of the water, bud. You've been in the water all day, man. Let's go. Get out of the water. I know, I know, but you got to get out of the water. I mean, it's time. Starving. You got to eat something. You know? Let's go back to the house. Let's get a hoagie in you. All right? Sound good? Give you a nice cheesesteak if you get out of the water. Get out of the water. Get out of the water. I need you to get out of the water. Come on, I'm not kidding around here. I know you're having a good time, but I'm starving here, Mike. Just get out of the water. Now. 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 Killing me, bud. You're killing me, bud. What do I have to do to get you out of the water? Get out of the water! Sorry. You won't get out of the water. Please get out of the water. Now I'm begging you. Now I'm begging you. You gotta get out of the water. Did you hear me yelling for you? I told you to get out of the water. It's water, not water. I hope you know you look like an idiot when you say it like that. You embarrass me. Let's go home. That's what I said. I said get out of the water. Get out of the boat. Mike, I'm gonna catch the last two innings of the Phillies game. Let's go. Get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. What?
in the ass with my last dying gasp. My brother could hear me say, Give me some It's the Run of Fed Show. Monday. Monday. The day named after the moon. Uh, we've been hanging out here today because we did an unmasked this morning with Sandra Bernhard. Uh, but now it is the Run and Fed Show. Ron Bennington, Fez Whatley, Chris Stanley. Fez Watley? Mm-hmm. No hat today, but are you ready to take the stick this morning? Well, I'll, I'm ready to talk about something that is really annoying. Okay. And that is watching the Big Brother show. Well, you don't have to watch it. That's the beauty of that show. And I can't believe it was HOH. Did you see it coming? Uh, no, I didn't see this coming. Why not? They fucking, they, they set it up so they can win. They know what she does best, so they set it up to draw it back and forth. And I still think there's going to be those other people are coming back into the house anyway. Because I haven't seen them interviewed anywhere. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. That means they're in sequester. <laughs> so you didn't see Danny winning? Oh, uh, that's right, yeah. Danny's had a household. Um, but one thing that's annoying on that show is Brendan and Rachel and Brenshaw. The uh, and the use of the word fiance. It's do they misuse it? No, it's annoying that they use it at all. Where Brendan will say something like, "Don't talk to my fiance that way." It's a word where you you know what your relationship really hasn't changed one bit from girlfriend to fiance. What's the ring for then? Well, they you, they they don't they don't even have a wedding plan. They're hoping to win Big Brother so that she can blow all the money on a wedding. What does does she have a ring? I don't know if she has a ring or not. I mean, she's been promised. So, but it's just, it's one of those things where, um, it's just, it's bragging without having done anything yet. 
She's still just your girlfriend. But now you get to throw out the word fiancé like your relationship is so much better than anyone else's. It's now a step above everyone else's. I... Okay. I never thought the people who were engaged or even married were better than other people. No, I didn't know that. You see it as being better? That's the well no, that's the attitude that I see coming from Brendan and Rachel with this. That if they're saying fiance, it's to show everyone else in the house that oh, our relationship has evolved. So when you're it, when it hasn't changed anything physically, literally since the last time they were in the house. So your your hate of this word is just specific to these two people, not others. Well, we'll we'll see what happens if he gets a veto this week. Maybe then you'll like him. Now I just want Ab to win. I like that guy for some reason. He's kind of a douche, but he's a nice guy. Oh! Oh! No. Now I feel like an asshole. He just went the other night. You're not going to get rid of me, pretty boy. (laughs) I'm still cheering for Shelly. See how long she can last. I'm sure I'm sure the clock is ticking on her. Nah, she's got weeks. You think so? Yeah, she's not a threat to anybody. I know the that threats fi- go out early. I know the fiancés want to get rid of the floaters. Yeah. Well, she's safe. She votes with them. I don't even know what Porsche's doing there. Oh, wait. T- she's, she votes with them, too. That's Portia, true. I always forget, is in the house until, like, uh, I all of a sudden it's like, oh, is that Jordan? Oh, no, it's another blonde girl. This really has become the Big Brother specific show today, huh? Yeah. Hicks, what's going on in your world? What's going on at Hicks Corner? Oh, in Hicks's Corner? Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't know if you saw this, but old media, online media outlets got hit with this, like, email blast, I guess. And I got this off Gawker specifically. And this is what this email said from a wealthy family, wealthy New York family's assistant. Kevin Barba is an openly gay, up-and-coming New York socialite who's currently seeking the help of a PR firm to help him gain recognition and press opportunities. Mr. Barber currently travels between homes in Manhattan, Palm Beach, and no- the North Fork of Long Island. With millions of dollars at his disposal, the 18-year-old personality is ready to move to the forefront of society and let his personality, style, and panache grab headlines. And then put with the fucking headshot of the kid. Fuck him. What? We love to have him. <laughs> Why Fuck him. Serious? Why? He's Is an 18 year old re- kid with a bunch of money. Maybe we can steal some. <laughs> I love Dick. He's the new Arthur. How could if you're if you're gay and you have money, you're entitled to be think you're walking a fucking TV show? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. This is where goddamn regular people on television than actors. Um. Yeah. That's because it's better than acting. I don't know about that. Like this. It'll be like this. Yeah. Jones, get the car. Actually, I do want to bring up this Jones kid. Because uh, this was uh, an email that was sent to us. Yes, we are the show of the future. and We do get emails. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. 
This one says, um, I've always loved your everyone does a machine gun differently theory. I have a fun wordplay that always seems to work. Take the last name Jones, and you can add pretty much any object as a first name, and it normally sounds like a cool black athlete. All right, let's try to give this a chance here. Coffee Mug Jones. All right. Chicken Bone Jones. Lounge Chair Jones. Trash Can Jones. Starfish Jones. Soda Can Jones. Were you trying to go for Star Jones? No, I was just trying to think of something as weird as I could. Starfish. Starfish Jones. World's first black Olympic uh, swimmer. Nice. Microwave Jones. Nice hey, Jones. I think you could even do a phrase like, hey, that's my hot dog, Jones. <laughs> that's some jive shit. Jones is a Jones. jive shit Jones. <laughs> Jones is kind of a perfect last name for anyone. All right, one of the most famous Philadelphia Phillies of all time, Puddinghead Jones. Played with the 1950 Whiz Kids. Puddinghead. It's great. It's a great fucking nickname. His kid got handed the name Jellohead Jones, but that didn't go over as well. But Jones worked for him. Screen Door Jones. Hey, it's old Flannel Shirt Jones. Apple Ste- Core Jones. Steak Knife Jones. Tissue Paper Jones in the outfield today. Anything works. Bathtub Jones. Basketball Jones. I got the basketball Jones. Who did that song, Fess? I have no idea. Well, it came up during a very important Unmasked show. Uh, Reggie Watts. It's racist. Listen. Got a basketball Jones. Got a basketball Jones. Oh, baby. That sounds like Sandra Bernhardt to I didn't know if it was maybe a character. What what year does it sound like? It would have been done in. When did music sound like this? The 70s. Okay. 70s. 
Seventies comedians. Who were the big seventies comedians? Uh, Bill Cosby was a seventies comedian. Was he an unmasked? No. Um. The name's escaping me. Paul Mooney? No. Cheech and Chong? Yay! Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Who got the answer? Finally. Who got the answer? Well, I did. After about a year or two. Why are you going to be telling yourself? Cheech and Chung with the basketball Jones. Uh, what about Blueberry Scone Jones? Oh no! I ate a scone today. Oh boy! See, we really don't need no Nami. I could fucking do all the parody songs for us. Good. I'll tell him he's shan't be returning. Oh, I like that. Let's start and say shan't more. Okay. And shat. I shat myself. Excuse me, I shat my pants. It does add a classiness to it. Well, it still smells like shit, though. That's the problem. Yeah. For as classy as you want it to be there, (laughs) shit pants, Jones. (laughs) Do you understand he shat in his hat? Y'all proud about getting the Cheech and Chong? No, I should have gotten it sooner. Why are you shitting all over yourself, Shaddy? I should have gotten it sooner. What do you mean? What? That I should have gotten it sooner. You mean like you shit it out? Seems like I did. If I had to make a speech about Fez today, you know what it would be? What would it be? Fez Watley. He sure likes to watch that Big Brother program. Can't get enough of it. Whereas I'm confused about people's sexuality on this show. <laughs> he, I still like Shelly, he says. <laughs> Basketball Jones. It's a good one. Um, it is the Ron and Fez show today. Uh, Chris Stanley, anything going on in your uh, neck of the woods? Oh, well, I read this statistic over the weekend. You like statistics, don't you? Yeah, I can't get enough of them. Do you know that 66% of our show loves statistics? (laughs) (laughs) Now I do. We should make a study about that. 33% of our show hates statistics. Oh. That's so hateful. Stay in the moment. That of the entire population of of America... Only 16% now live in rural areas, and they're all becoming ghost towns. Like, slow, quickly, actually, and everyone will just be in fucking major cities. And that the middle of the country is just going to be filled with, I don't know, fucking dirt lots. No humans. So they're saying that people are actually moving out of small towns? Yeah. Yeah, and any, living in any, rural, any living in rural areas is just fucking going by the wayside. They're tired of waiting for cable and internet. They don't have cable and internet? I think there's some places that still don't uh, get the internet. 
I didn't know that. Like Libya or something? They're on the outer net. Uh, well, no, it has to do with this jobs thing, of course. And that farming is no longer something like that regular people do. It's a corporate job. It's scary as shit. It's awful. That Monsanto is one evil fucking company. Oh, uh, would you watch King of Corn or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that fucking duck. And uh, Food Inc. Oh, yeah. Both those really just fucking trash those scumbags. Yeah, Food Inc. fucking tears them down and makes it look like the hardest thing in the whole world is just being a regular farmer. Yeah, be an independent farmer. You're, yeah. It's, you're, it's over, dude. Which was like, when I was a kid, like that was like... Oh, that guy's a farmer? He's running his own life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would look over at farmers like, there's a dude, he's working in the soil, and he's in charge of his own world, he works hard, but that's his. Grows some corn, sells it. That's you know, the idea of farming for a large corporation, any romance is gone about farming. Oh, yeah. It's just depressing. It's very totalitarian. I just think we're going to get to a certain fucking point where there's just going to be no food. There's going to be some kind of food riots. Oh, yeah. And believe me, it would take me about seven hours before I would gladly be in a food riot. I would miss. (laughs) Yeah, a snack and a meal would be enough for me throwing a fucking brick through some goddamn politician's window. Where's the grain? I'm fucking hungry for grain, motherfucker. Yeah, these large corporations, they're the farmers today. Very, very weird. And Willie Nelson saw that shit coming. Willie Nelson tried to warn everybody's ass. He called it. Back in the early 80s, he called this shot like Babe Ruth. He fucking pointed over the goddamn uh, Marlboro sign and said, I'm going to fucking put it right there. In the cheap seats. Basketball Jones. Oh, Willie. There he is. You like this album, Redhead Stranger? Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. Walking behind was a baby. What was Rob Cross trying to tell me about this crazy chick on the uh, Outlaw channel? Did he want us to bring her on one day? I don't know. I think he just, they just play her music. But yeah, they get her. He'd love us to have her. He's, uh, she's a DJ and a singer? Is that the deal? I believe so, yeah. Find me a picture of her. I want to see what the whole story is. He acted like she was beautiful and wild as a stallion. It's around a Fez show. Hanging out with you today. Right now we're just listening to a little bit of Willie. I wish it was Willie Jones. I wish it was Nelson Jones. I wish it was just Nelson. <laughs> Those two. Gunner and I forget what the other one's name was. Oh, by the way, G-Baby's wrong. Cowboys and Aliens is fantastic. 
Stupid. No, I just made that up. I didn't go see it. I didn't have the balls to waste my time. I take that back, Angie, baby. But you were quick to jump on him, weren't you? As much yeah. as he likes you. Ah, oh, come on. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. I just, I just, I don't want to be disappointed about the fucking movie. I was excited about it. Who was in on Willie on this? Uh, oh, Mellencamp and Neil Young. They, they were the farm haters. They were out there aiding the farms. I don't know if they fucking saved an ear of corn, but they were trying. It's good music, Avid, because, you know, festival. gave He just didn't Followed him out as he saddled the stallion and laughed as she grabbed at the bed. Right, we're going to take a break here. It's the Ron Fez show. Monday. Let's make it a fun week. Let's do it. Right back. Don't cross him. Don't boss him. He's wild in his sorrow. He's riding, hiding pain. Don't fight him. Don't fight him. Wait till tomorrow, maybe he'll ride on again. A yellow-haired lady was buried at sunset. The stranger went free, of course. For you can't hang a man or kill a woman. It's trying to steal your horse. This is the tale of the red-headed strange. The virus. The Ron and Fez show. But somehow I just want to do that. I just want to, like, dance. I just want to, like, you know, put on some Shirelles. I just, I want to be black. Wouldn't that be insane? God, you know, I wish I was, I mean, I wish I was, not, I wish I was Tina Turner. Dancing to the room. show on a Monday. I don't even remember what we were talking about earlier. That last uh, break. Oh, Farm Aid. Willie. What about it? It was great, but not sure if it really helped anything, but it was a great concert. No, I never saw I think it did help things. And that's why we have so many farmers doing well today. <laughs> uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Give us a call. Talk about anything today. Uh, I know that the Republicans and the Democrats came together. Oh, yeah. That's a big topic. Mm-hmm. That's happening. Some people are just, you know, starting a stand-up career. That's happening. You never know what's going on in the world. No, oh. that's the beauty of it. Uh, let's go over here to Joe in the Garden State. Joe, you're on uh, Ron and Fez. Joe, we got you, buddy. No, I'm all of a sudden thinking that's the phone itself. Let me try this line. Because that line... That's weird. Seemed like it just went off into a crazy place. Yeah. Fucking Twilight Zone and fucking phone banks. What do you mean by that, Twilight Zone? It's like it's crazy. It's not in the regular reality. So if something is crazy, you just call it Twilight Zone? Sure. Maybe there's a moral lesson, too, in there somewhere. So, like, if someone has a breakdown, they're... (laughs) Twilight Zone type. A Twilight Zone person. Uh Uh-huh. You know quite a bit, Chris. Thanks. They call him Stan. 
But I always think of Miss Pepper Hicks. <laughs> Ian, in Virginia, you're on a fed. Uh, hey, Ron. I uh, just wanted to add that uh, Dave Matthews is a huge part of uh, the Farm Aid. Uh, probably brought a lot of attention to Farm Aid. You know, we can't say enough good things about Dave Matthews and what he's done for the American farmer. DMB, baby. What do you mean by that? Dave Matthews Band, mm. comma, baby. Mm. Exclamation point, I guess. So you that. are in such a hurry, it's just first initial. Sure, DMB. See, I'm not doing that. I'm using last initials for this. Oh, okay. So that way, it's a code word. That's crazy. That only I know. All right. Mm. Mysterious, actually. I want to go over here to Clint, who tells us he's fighting back against the corporations out there. Good. If I can just get my intern to take his thumb off. For the love of God, up. put him on hold. No, maybe he's not going to. Maybe that'll never happen. All right, the phones so we're just having problems frozen. with the phones? Yeah. The Where's phone. the phone song, then? I will uh, get it right now. Perfect. I like to start driving these people to understand that when the phones go out, the phone song has to play immediately. Like fucking lightning. Right. Through the speakers. Someone needs to fix these phones so Ron and Fez can do their show. Every fucking time they get something good going, the motherfucking telephones keep on blowing up. Every fucking time they get something good going, the motherfucking telephones keep on blowing up. The telephones. Why won't we get? Why won't we get? How can you build a pyramid without the callers calling in? How can you give out a big ass prize to losers like me who have no life? The Ron and Fez Show on XM Radio. Here's Bill in Atlanta. Bill, go ahead, buddy. Ron, these farmers are making tons of money. The rest of us are unemployed. Fuck the farmers. No, no. You don't fuck the farmers, Bill. The farmers fuck you. In the mouth. Me, don't forget I, about that. I, let me tell you, I got a garden in my yard. It's easy. Grow your own food. It's not that hard. Uh, what are you growing, by the way, in your garden, Bill? Tomatoes, turnip greens, and wheat. Um, how cool. He just brought up marijuana. <laughs> I identify with that. I like to smoke marijuana when I uh, listen to ESD. Really? What's what? Dave? Hmm. Eastside no, Dave. No, Dave Matthews band. What? I only oh. use last initials. Fuck! My mind just got ESD. fucked. Yeah. ESD. Yeah. I guess. You did. Damn. So for now on, and last syllables. Oh. So. Uh, like a Morse code. It's not, don't say delish, just say shush. <laughs> this fucking food is shush. It's like ever instead of whatever. No, just ver. Oh, don't ver. Don't fucking drop it down to ver. All right, ver. Ver that. Ver. All right. Ver. Or, um, careful, there's some Eakins uh, coming at us with knives. Oh, okay. Eakins is as far as we go. All right, Eakins. Um, and actually, I cleaned that up because the Puerto Ricans don't go, Hey, don't bring up our fucking name. Um, 
Let's go over here to Clint. Clint, you're on my fuzz. Oh. Boy, there's something wrong with this line. Go ahead, Clint. Oh. Yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, like, uh, those documentaries, I think it's a, it's a little bit of a mess. It's not all going towards corporate farms. Like, I'm a young farmer myself, and... Uh, How young are you? Uh, 33. Yeah, it's not so young. Jesus yeah, was fucking done enough. at 33. Jesus had not only died, but he had risen and floated to heaven. Well, I think floated. I know he ascended. And I, I assume like, floated. Like, shot up into space. So you're saying, like, uh, what was that fucking movie? Will Smith was a superhero. Oh, uh, Hancock. All right, so you think he, or Ock, but you think <laughs> that Jesus, instead of, see, I thought he ascended slowly, like he was filled with helium. I'm picturing more like God has, like, a vacuum cleaner, and he's sucking the souls up into fucking space. All right. Or well, I, I see it. I so it just happened so quick that someone just said, Wait, wasn't Jesus just here? Dead Jesus was just here. No, 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 he's gone. Peace. I think he just started floating when he ascended. And actually, it was so weird that he couldn't even stay upright. A couple of times, he was like spinning around a little bit. Oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder if you're the disciples and you're there and he's just kind of floating off gradually. At what point do you just say... Okay, let's go home. Do you just wait till he's completely out of you sight? You have to. Well, for a while, probably the wind took him, too, so the kids were chasing and pointing up in the air. And then finally, he's just like, then he's gone. Still see him. And then, then I don't know what you do after that. I guess you, you know, start to tell your stories. Party. Hoping that one day oh. they'll be written down. <laughs> and there's something that we call Kabbalah Bible. And I only bring up uh, Kabbalah Bible is because my best friend is very, very much into the Kabbalah. Really? Why? Because that's a new fucking scene, dude. Okay. That's something you're missing out on. Who's your new best friend, though? Sandra Bernhardt. Oh, shit. Really? That's who I hang with. That's awesome. Who are you hanging out with? Fucking Sam from the Sam and Dave show? Or are you <laughs> and Spanky Frank? Say <laughs> out, Spanky Frank, Going sure. to go out and see Dinner for Smucks or whatever the fuck the movie is this week. <laughs> What is the big movie this week? I know there was a tie between aliens literally Smurfs. Tie. Literally, it's t it never happened before in the history of film. And then the this year's dinner for fucking schmucks um, that Steve Carell is doing. The change-up. Um, oh, Crazy Stupid Love, excuse me. That's yeah, why do you call his... the fucking change-up? The, there's so many of these movies coming out with the same people on them all the time. Um, hey, Todd, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. How you doing, man? I'm so fucking good today. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Uh, you know what? I really appreciate you talking about the, about the American farmer and their struggle. Because, well, here's the uh, thing. I love the independent farmers, and I love independent film. And what I want to do is open up on an independent farm a fucking drive-in theater just for independent films. That'd be huge. And then we, <laughs> we actually will take ears of corn pop it in the field, start fucking popping it up right now, and then just run it over and going like this into the cars. Um, I know you don't mind me talking because this is in Swedish. That's how fucking <laughs> cool this place is going to be. It's only going to be Swedish films. And then we'll serve hey. Swedish fish. Nice. And make it like a whole fucking fun Austin night. Oh, hell yeah. That oh, awesome. Dude. Yeah. Well, uh, man, I, I grew up in the Midwest. I'm from Illinois, okay? And uh, when I was a kid, I could go out and get a job every summer from the time I was like 
10 years old, all right, to make, yeah. like, cash money from an independent farmer. Okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, these guys would pay to go out and, and, and do stuff, be castle corn, uh, you know, or, or pick their strawberries and stuff like that. Okay? And uh, now in my community, it's gotten to where it's gotten to where you can't even do that anymore. I tried to get my son a job who's, who's now, he's, he's 10, okay, for, for the summer. You know, he's like, Dad, I want to go out and make some money. I'm like, You're trying okay. to get a 10-year-old boy a job picking fucking plants. Oh, no, 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 no. Where's this, Columbia? He would go out and, like, bust a sale of, sale of a straw, you know, for, you know, five hours or whatever. And, and he'd, bring, he'd, he'd bring home a hundred bucks. To himself, you know, mm-hmm. and then he could buy his new PlayStation game or whatever he wanted. That's you great. Know, like, I remember when I was his age, my dad used to just get stuff for me. <laughs> I, I laid on the couch and watched TV. I, I <laughs> and I went on like this. You must be the best dad ever. <laughs> oh, oh then, no, I, I buy him stuff all the time, you know. But what do you buy him, like shears? You buy him fucking gloves? <laughs> what do you get for this kid? No, but... You could go out, you could get a job with these people, okay, but now they're like, okay, you gotta fill out this job application and this, that, and the other, and whatnot, and now you gotta go to the, go to school and get a work permit. <laughs> you seriously, you have just made this so nostalgic that I just felt like I'm living in the past now. Get off that fucking phone. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, uh, and these guys, uh, we, we live in a, we live like a, an area that's nothing but sand, so, uh. Wait, nothing but sand? Yeah, in Illinois. Yeah, it's Mason County. It's it's called. uh, There's actually a book written about it called the Fan County Almanac. I'm gonna wait till it comes out to a movie, and then I'm gonna. (laughs) They're moisture farmers, like in Star Wars. I didn't see that yet. Don't ruin it for me. Now, which one's Chewbacca? The hairy one. (laughs) We've been we've been flooded for the past five years, and uh, and. uh, Is there any roads there? Yeah, oh yeah. Pack your shit up yeah. in a car and fucking drive out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't stay. There's a whole country out there. Oh, man. No, it's a, it's a nice place. No, it isn't. It really is, but uh, we've had, in the past, in the past, like, ten years, we've had all these people come around and just take these poor farmers that can't afford to make it anymore and just buy up everything, and now you can't, you can't do anything. You can't, uh, you know, you can't. You know, we don't have summer camps and stuff like that around around where I live. Yeah. Okay? Start because one. the fact that we live out in the sticks, I mean, there's your summer camp right there. You got a lake. You got a river. You got, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure if, like, I lived out there, this would all make sense to me. But you <laughs> fucking totally lost me. Because you don't have summer camps. The kid has to go picking fucking cherries no. or something during the summer. Do whatever keeps them busy, you know. Mm. You know all right, my friend. I'll talk to you later. And by later, I mean never. I'm sure <laughs> I will that will be it. I'm sure that'll be the end of it. Sure but I can't cool. imagine, like, like fucking what we ought to do is the next time Obama does a press conference, just as someone, you know, there's not a lo- enough fucking jobs where 10-year-olds can pick fucking fruit. <laughs> because I'm telling you, most places, if you put a 10-year-old kid to work, they would take your children yeah, away from you. going to prison. <laughs> you could lose Child your labor laws, dude. You could lose your kid now for asking him to fucking shovel the wall. <laughs> that's it. You've abused this child. Um, by the way, I talked to my mom yesterday, and she told me that Obama 
is trying to take away the money oh, from the elderly. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? She goes like this. If he gets what he wants, he's taking away the money from the elderly in the army, <laughs> and your dad and I are going to live under a bridge. <laughs> and I go, what? what? Where, where did you hear this? On the news. Oh. I go, what did I tell you about calling Fox the news? You've got to stop it, Mom. <laughs> but I don't know what they're doing there, but it's just scaring old people. Yeah, they're freaked out because they're going to fuck over Medicaid or whatever. And, yeah. And Social Security. I go, I thought he was on your side. I thought he was handing no. money out. No. Uh, let's it's go over here to Mark. Mark, you're on my face. Hey, guys. I, uh, I went to Farm Aid about four years ago. Okay. And you know who the best act was there by far? Four years ago? Yep. I'm going to say Nine Inch Nails. Suddenly did this fucking unbelievable return hit. Did I get it? Nope. Greg Allman. Oh, it's a very good friend of mine. Greg Allman was in here the other day. Yeah. And he was... Greg Allman is the only man I've ever met in my life that was born with a tattoo sleeve. That's he awesome. He came out of his mom... With a tattoo sleeve. Is that some sort of disorder? Like, what was his mom doing? The ink of these tattoos was older than his skin. It's fucking gossip. It was the oldest <laughs> tattoos known to man. Um, let's go over here to Ryan. Ryan, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. I figured out who Fez is finally. Who's that? I was, I was listening to him, you know, weep and moan over the last month, and I figured out he's John Coffey. Like the drink, but not spelled the same. Mm. Thank he's you. been internalizing all of the pain in the world, but he's not spitting the sick out. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's go over here to uh, Tim, Arizona. You're on first. Hey, Ron. How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, this weekend I went and I got, I got me some blueberries, and that is definitely not a standalone fruit. Um, I think we've had uh, just enough of the blueberries as a standalone fruit. I think it's finally now Ms. Hutt, losing steam. <laughs> And it's over, and it's done, and it's going to be forgotten about. I don't even remember it. And what's a blueberry? Perfect. Sounds like a fucking made-up fruit of some sort. Well, you can't have a color and a berry. No, come on. That's that's basically where she... You know, no one is going to call an orange an orange orange. Or an orange ball, basically. Like, I got a fucking orange ball. Mm. Now, what came first, the the <laughs> color or the fruit? I say the fruit. Really? Without yeah. before a color? Uh-huh. Without a doubt. <laughs> so the the fruit really only was invented in the mid-60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Elvis never ate an orange until he came back from the army. No. And then he's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, he's so like, I was gone. This is nuts. Um, here's Bill. Bill, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B., good morning. Yeah. I just want to congratulate you. Uh, first of all, three radio shows. Yes. Greg Allman, Ray Davies, Sandra Bernhardt today. What what the fuck is next? I am... Um, can't go anymore. No, there is one last person out there that I really want to talk to, and that's a Martian. Um, I want to do the first one-on-one with a Martian. Well, we did a thing over the weekend of people's favorite interviews mm-hmm. that we've had on here. We, and... Uh, We'll, we'll give out a winner. It's up on 202 Friends now. Tons and tons of answers, and everybody has a different person, which I kind of love in this. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Who was your favorite, favorite all-time interview? Um, It might have been Bill Weathers. That was one of the most fucking amazing. That's, being here for it I get, was yeah. great, and just I got to fucking bring him in, and just Bill Weathers is such an amazing musician. He's very, musician. very cool. And too. He's cool as shit. 
It was just a fantastic interview. Yeah, that surprised me too. And then I looked over and you were crying. Yeah. Um, Bawling. But the, it's over at the uh, Ron Bennington interview site, giving away a, a sign, Ron Fez shirt. But I'm going to give you some of the names of people who come up. All right. And Hicks, later you and I will walk down memory lane together. Okay. Um, let's go over here to uh, Flip. Flip in Kentucky. Ronnie B., I need your help. I'm here to help I am, you. I, I am so sick of these 10-minute introductions on every HBO show or any other television series. Uh-huh. They put more time, effort, money, and energy into these stupid-ass introductions. Yes, and I then know. And the HBO I know, show Flip. will end five minutes early. Hey, what the I'm fuck? feeling for you, brother. My heart's bleeding for you right now because the HBO uh, introduction is so long and you're just screaming, get to the show, get to the show, mm-hmm. right? Is that it, Flip? That's it, Ronnie B. I, I just to, needed I, your help. Flip, what I want you to do is next time you're watching an HBO show, show up five minutes late. Just get there at the last possible seg- session and then you'll find out. Well, that the Entourage boys. Is he going to get back with Sloan or not? God, I hope so. And what is going on with Johnny Drama? Is he gonna? Is he gonna get disappointed? I'm gonna guess yes. That HBO, they do spend a lot of time showing you what happened previously. <laughs> Dexter does the same thing. Need setups, baby. As if the American public no longer. <laughs> Has a sense of memory. No. Flip is fucking 100% right right now. He's killing it. Yeah. Flip's is he fi- killing it? Yeah, yeah. He's making yeah. lots of great points about HBO <laughs> and fucking TV intros in general. But there is a previously on. Yeah. I think Constantly. Hill Street Blues started the previously on Hill Street Blues. Well, it's a nice catch-up, so you know what our character's up to. Well, I'm like, I don't know what they're doing here. <laughs> what happened the last three weeks? A lot has been going on in my life. I'm missing everything. Thanks, HBO editors. Do you uh, watch any TV at all anymore, or are you done with it completely? I watch, I watch Curb and Louie, pretty much. And then you're done with everybody else. I, I'm, I've been trying to get into Big Brother. I'm fucking hitting, I'm hitting it up. I'm the hitting Curb, it up. they told us they were going to New York. I haven't seen it. Yeah, come and on. we're What's like happening? halfway through the yeah. season. I'm getting fucking antsy here. And the, the other thing is, on Curb... Larry thought something was going to work one way, but oh no, just the opposite. Mm-hmm. He did not have the upper hand the way he thought. Oh no, not at all. Um, let's go over to um, Uncle Glenn. And I don't think this is our actual uncle. He just calls himself that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the, the, you were talking about the corporate farming. They're trying to pass laws every year. One just got shot down in Iowa. Uh, about making it illegal to take pictures or film on uh, corporate feedlots and farming operations so that you can't prove animal abuse. Right. Like that guy that had all the chickens, uh, the, the, the eggs um, that went bad, what was it, a year or two ago. Like he was behind the measure in Iowa. So that if they're abusing animals and you get it on film, it's inadmissible in court. Well, here's what the problem is with the corporate farms. They want to use as much space as they can. So with the pigs, for instance, you eat bacon, right? I love it. Can't get enough Well, what they do in those corporate farms 
is they saw the legs off the pigs so oh. they can fit more of them into the same no. pen. And they just sit there in, in their own shit, this eating their own shit. Stack up fucking yeah. pig torsos. So that when you're eating bacon, you're like, there's a faint taste of shit in this. Oh, man. That's depressing. You know what kind of farm I'd have? What kind? Blueberry. But then I'd have to mix it with another fruit. <laughs> Diversify. You're not even playing that game today, are you, Fess? No. Uh, oh. Here's uh, Dan in Albany. Dan. Yeah, Ronnie, how do you feel about your uh, Philadelphia Phillies picking up two-time All-Star Hunter Pence? Pretty much shoring up your lineup and going to guarantee you a World Series win. Well, there's no such thing as a guarantee. But I already sent my cousin over to find a place on Broad Street so that I can see the parade properly. And this is how we're feeling right now. Eags are making big moves. I can only guarantee this. Get that Philadelphia Eagle defense <laughs> on your fantasy league. It's going to be fucking crazy. That's some nasty shit right there. The only way to score against the Eagles this year is safeties. <laughs> you would have said to yourself, we've got to get 15 or 20 safeties because we're not going to score on this defense. Be, they can't be scored on. How many interceptions a game, you think, on that fucking defense? Seven or eight? Um, back for fucking guy in touchdowns every single I'll tell time. you this, too, about the Phils. you got to admire, they're still making moves. That's when nice. you're in first place and you're making moves, yeah. it means that you want to win. Yeah. Now, you know. there's people around going like this, you know. Well, we, we live in Phoenix and we're a smaller market. How about this? Fuck you in Phoenix. Moneyball, motherfucker. Moneyball is coming out as a movie. Oh, yeah. And I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine Brad Pitt's in this movie. It's, it's an odd how's choice. This, how's this a movie? I figured out a new way that we can win basketball games cheaper. Yeah. I'm an accountant. Everything's going to work now, out. Does Moneyball only work for baseball or they put it in other sports? Uh, I think they do it in other sports, too. I think it's still they're just trying to find the, you know, the winning statistics of... Fucking lesser paid players. Craig, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, buddies? Hmm. I was just going to see if I can get an update on how old uh, Saratoga Chick or whatever. Hmm. That out fucking for Saratoga you. Chick gives Hicks and I a horse a week. Oh. And Chick is. I'm trying to think of another word for retarded so I don't run it into the fucking ground. He's a fucking money siphon, is what he is. Here's the problem who's retarded? Him for his bad picks? Or you and I for listening to him. Well, every time he comes back, it sounds like good fucking advice. I know, he does. He's got all kinds of inside stuff. <sighs> fucking guy. Hammered on the 2nd Avenue. Fucking watching Saratoga race. We ought to fucking go by that place that he eats at sec on 2nd Avenue and throw a fucking bomb through the window. Oh, that'd be great. I'll fucking teach him for giving fucking bum fucking tips. You keep all your torn up fucking tickets so we can just show it to a jury? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look at these torn up fucking tickets. Seriously. Every one of these we thought was a winner. Couldn't blame us now, can you? Fucking broke. I want to go over. These are the people who've gotten uh, votes on uh, Ron Bennington interviews. Uh, Bill Cosby, Dick Cavett, the great Salmon Burke, David Lynch, Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. Greg Allman, Ray Davies, Tracy Ullman, Pat Cooper got quite a few. People love the Cooper. He was fucking hysterical. 
It's the only time we've ever had to bleep yeah. on Unmasked. Multiple times. And not for a curse word, but someone that he was slandering. No. But what was he calling the guy? A degenerate gambler and a thief? And uh, possibly other crimes. And he didn't say the name once. He said it a hundred times. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. Uh, Bonnie Raitt and Taj Mahal. By the way, in that interview, and people go, what a great interview. I did like, this was my part of it. Hello, Pat Cooper. And then by Pat Cooper. I said to him an hour later, through his screaming, spitting tears and yeah. frustrations. All and, over the place. Yeah. The other great thing is he was the only guest ever to wear headphones. Yeah. Because <laughs> he couldn't hear. Yeah. And then what was it for you to hear, Pat? Aid. Yourself screaming? Yeah. Um, Jack Kevorkian, Lisa Lampanelli, Mario Hemingway. Oh, yeah. Got votes. Malcolm McDowell, which was one of my all-time favorites. Uh, Louis C.K. John Turturro got a lot of votes. Gina Gershon, uh, who we never remembered a word that she said. We were just staring at her. Oh, yeah. Um, Peter Riegert, walk-in guy. None of these names you bring up. Annie Lennox. Oh, Delroy Lindo was one of my favorites. That was a fucking good one. That was great. Because he was all pissed off at the beginning. Yeah, he didn't like us when he came in. He's like, well, he knew that the fucking show was going to tube out. Um, he turned. Robbie Robertson. Bob Saget did very, very well. Jim Norton. That was a very, very good unmasked. That was fantastic unmasked. One of the first, what, three, I think? First two? Well, yeah, it was very, very early on. Yeah. It was right up there. Uh, so that's up on uh, Ron Bennington Interviews. There's a link on 202 Friends if you need to do that. Uh, Fezzi, I want to pull you into this today. I feel okay. like today you just you hit a wall today. You're not feeling well? Yeah, yeah, not doing so hot today. What's going on? Um, Started last night and then came through in the morning. What started last night? Just uh, panic and anxiety. What are you panicking and anxious about? That's what I can't figure out. This might make you feel better. It helps me if I ever get nerves. I go, I'm going to die. Then what happens? That always... And like, am I going to be conscious right? when I'm dead? Am I going to hear the dirt hit the box? Whatever. I think, that kind I of think stuff you just, will. I sleep like a baby. I sleep like a baby. Just suffocating in a box. So when did this all hit you? Um, like late last night. Mm. Probably about 10 o'clock. Hmm. Nope, and you don't even know what it's for. No, it we just don't came even get. Re we used to get reasons from you. Yeah, yeah, it just came rushing over me, where I was fine most of the day, and then all of a sudden, I don't know. It just um, looked out the window. It was completely dark, like it always is at ten o'clock. That then, is true. Then freaked. No, yeah. Now, did the dark scare you, or the fact of what if it suddenly became light again? Uh, I think it was the darkness. Do you own any Springsteen, Darkness on the Edge of Town? No, I don't have that. That might have been perfect for you. Right, Do you live on the edge of town? Uh, well, I live on the edge of Manhattan, out in the river, Wouldn't on Roosevelt it? Island. Wouldn't this be called town? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Why don't you write a quick email, Dear Bruce Springsteen. Dear Bruce. Um, first, just put Bruce, make it go real right, loud. All right, Bruce. Like I'm fucking cheering for him. Bruce, got it. And your Darkness of the Edge of Town album... Darkness. Couldn't be re more real. Couldn't be more. Particularly at 10 o'clock at night. 10 o'clock. Stop freaking out, my buddy. Buddy. Got it. Uh, and then, of course, hey, we all feel bad about Clarence. Okay. 
By the way, Clarence was one of our interviews. Clarence Clemens. Um, who, and I've never asked anything of Bruce Springsteen, except for one thing. Take fucking care of the big man. And you let me down, Bruce. You fucked it up. Should I write that in? You let no, because I'm not oh. going to... You know what? Tear that fucking paper up All right. and put it in an envelope, mail it out to him, and when he puts it together, he'll understand I'm not fucking playing games anymore. Okay. And uh, also just write to Petty. Okay. And just say, sorry, I haven't kept up. Uh, you don't have to live like a refugee. Refugee. Anyway, so you don't even know why you feel bad these days. No, it just came like pouring over me. What do you do? What do you, when you get like that? You call your shrink? Um, uh, no, I didn't call the shrink, and um, I just try to ride it out. I go through like a crying Rising thing. Storm, storm out. Are you speed wagon style? Yeah, I went you outside. Yeah, I went outside. Tried to just change uh, surroundings. Change in surroundings. Yeah, just try to uh, shake it up a little bit. When you shook it up and walked outside, did you feel great? No. Did you feel great? No, then it was like, then I wanted to be back inside. Change surrounding again, shake yeah, it up again. Yeah, so there was no, there was no pleasing my... Uh, so you spent the whole night walking outside, inside, outside, mm. inside. Yeah, a lot of pacing. Okay. Mm. And then just a lot of tossing and turning, too. I was just really... I was trying to hold my breath as long as I could uh -huh. to see if I could keep it going. Two fucking seconds from a new world's record. But uh -huh. that whole place that you could have drove a bunch of trucks through? Right. Dead air. All right, yeah. Um, here's Brandon, Utah, Ron Fez Show. Ron and Bees. Yes, sir. Sound like a million bucks today. I feel like a buck three eighty. I was feeling really good. Had a great on mass, and now I find out my buddy Fez isn't feeling so good. Well, I, I'm listening to that, and I'm, I'm wondering what's going on, Fezzy. Is this a, another bit, or is this just, is this real? What, what's up? What do you need? Need a big group hug? <laughs> you know, Fezzy, I've been listening to you for a long time, and I don't know what it is that you're going through, besides maybe one day it's your dad, or the next day it's you're going through some serious shit. Uh, I don't know. I, I like when he's doing the D man and and all those other bits all that he right. did. That I don't want it to um, just you know kind of become that HBO thing where we're revolving things. Drive that one fucking dude flip crazy. Previously on. Um, so all done. Had it. Regular style or cesarean? Okay. Uh, because I monitor every baby that's being born in the city of New York. That's crazy. Well, by city of New York, I mean Manhattan. I don't really care about the other boroughs. No. What about Queens? What's wrong with that? I can't keep up with... I don't speak Korean. You do. You're mm -hmm. happy in Queens. Yeah. It's great. You were born in Queens? That's right. Born and bred. Well, you've moved a lot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All over the place, sure. Uh, Anthony, you're in Fez. Yeah, hey, Ronnie, I wanted to know if when Fez wants to change the scenery, does he go across Roosevelt Island, like east to west? Like one side, you know, takes ten steps over to the other side? I will tell you this. When you're on Roosevelt Island, it feels like you're on a cruise ship. It's, it's real weird. Yeah. Like a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. There's a creepy, uh, creepy old fucking abandoned hospital. Um, 
Well, there's a lot of uh, hospitals over there, but the one that you're speaking of is was for a certain disease. Uh, disease. Which one was it, Fez? Um, let's see. Typhoid Mary was there. So most uh, of the smallpox the old, too. Uh, the old smallpox hospital. That's what it was. And that's the one that you see that's like in ruins. Yeah. But then there's all kinds of other hospitals there. You used to go smoke weed over there. Um, Don't know why I picked that spot. You would go over it. My buddy like had a car. It's like, yeah, let's go get fucking get stoned. We're like, all right, let's go to Roosevelt Island. Sure. So the Roosevelt Island will be like you and your friends taking a country drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, it's, it's nice, nice out here. here. Yeah. I don't know. You don't find it a little spooky with horses running around? <laughs> Is that a coyote? Did you realize growing up there that you you weren't having like a normal American childhood? <laughs> Basically. Because most kids don't go like this. Hey, I found a hypodermic needle. Let's start a club. <laughs> well, we have knife club. Um, let's go over to uh, Rich, Strong Island. You're in front of Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Hey, Ron, maybe uh, Fezzy could watch the new Logic video of him, um, the blueberry standalone. You know, they made a nice little animation of him. An animation? Have you seen yeah. this, Fez? No, I haven't seen this. Pretty cool. ONA had it on this morning. It was funny as hell. Come on, Fezzy, cheer up. What's your buddy? We love you. All right, let's see if this Wait, makes uh, Fezzy Bye. feel better. Um, you can't find it in front of you, Fez? That's it? It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, uh, not starting at the beginning. You always want to start things at the beginning. All right, so there's ONA. They're in the studio. I don't know who those pictures are. It doesn't look like them. There's no records behind them. Wall. Yeah. You know, we can't bring up uh, fruit juices without playing a clip. <laughs> Which uh, clip oh, is that? This clip. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a, a standalone fruit. Um, Why isn't that viral on the yeah. internet? <laughs> that is more Before we get back to what Oprah's saying, you've now become a cartoon? I guess so. This moment in radio history has gotten so famous it's now a cartoon. All right, let's go back to it. Why isn't that viral on the yeah. internet? <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable moment in radio history. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coke Logic can yeah. animate it. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a... a standalone... standalone fruit. Um... All right, let's stop it again. I had no idea this would go on and become a cartoon. Me neither. Now, the point that you were trying to make is no one's ever eaten just one blueberry. But, right, yeah. They always that, have to eat a kiwi with it. That's, no, it's a kiwi always goes with something else. Blueberry always goes with something else. This is what I was trying to get out. Be careful, because he could be animating again while mm -hmm. you're trying to fucking re-explain it. Oh, God. What would you like to say? Uh, that I wish I had never brought up blueberries in the first place. 
Oh, Fender Bernhard just writes that I'm such a gr what a great interview. Ron is a pro and a mensch. Oh, that's true. More to come. Oh yeah, because I told her to stop by here any day. I'm gonna. I feel like Sandra Bernhard is like so confident mm -hmm. that I thought maybe she could come in and hang out with us, make Fez a little more confident. Oh, that'd be great. Like, what is do things that you want to do in a Bernhard way, Fez? Okay. Um, I'm not sure what that what that would be. That's it. That's the character. You just found it. Like, do your blueberry bed in a Sandra Bernhard way. Blueberries uh, don't stand alone. If you're having blueberry juice, you need listen, something. Don't listen to me. Oh, sorry. I'm only fucking, you know what I mean? It's that fucking football thing. I'm like Lucy, and I have the football, and I promise uh. you this is a good idea. You can't pull that off again. You don't want to keep talking about blueberries. No, that's for sure. A different way. This has a life of its own, though, and it's kind of fucking cool. It's kind of cool that it's, that even Opie called it radio history. And normally when he says it's radio history, it's because he's in the middle of it. But this is the first mm -hmm. thing that he had nothing to do with that he called radio history. Um, here's Andy. Andy... <laughs> You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez. I get panic attacks a lot, and uh, I, I need to change the scenery all the time as well. What I generally do is I uh, I grab my stupid talking cat, and I go visit a friend in the hospital. Try that out, bud. That's another thing that came up about you. Like You didn't visit me in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I told you before, I don't care, though, right? Right. And that's been almost a year now. It was a, Last year, it was August. Yep. When my... Appendix tried to kill me. Oh. Burst and tried to kill me. What a prick. Me? No, the appendix. Well, that's part of my fucking body. But no, but it tried to kill appendix. you. You're running down me. It tried to kill me. you. That's why I got rid of it. It's good, that's see? still me. Oh. I'm still my appendix. No, but it's gone now. Oh, so if I fucking got rid of my legs, they wouldn't be me. Or <laughs> my head is No, because it's, it's, it it's not fucking attached to you anymore. Uh, so what is you, the torso? That's the only thing that represents a person? The everything attached to you and inside of you is what's you. All right, let's do this then. Okay. Wait, everything that's attached to you and inside of you is you. Yeah, like your organs and your fucking skin and well, your my limbs. my appendix was yeah. fucking me. Yeah, but it's gone now because <laughs> it tried to kill you. It exploded. But, right, but let's do this. If I cut your head off, right? Oh, yeah? And I put your head on that side of the room, your body on that side of the room. Mm -hmm. Where are you? My torso is me. Cause that's the that's the big, that's fucking the, crazy. That's the bigger. That's the more. That's the bigger man. Right, but let's do this. If there's some fucking mad scientific movie, right? Some yeah, scientist. Sure. What does he try to keep alive? That torso. Sure. Oh, don't sure. worry. I've got to. Watch a fucking movie. You keep the brain alive. The head is kept alive. But what if they just want to keep the body alive and so they don't have to fucking deal with the brain because the brain will fucking tell us Name the other things. Name me the things. movie. Name me the I fucking, don't fucking movie. Know. Where someone goes like this. I'm trying to keep my torso alive. Frozen. <laughs> like if... And let's suppose... Like your parents passed away, right? Yeah. What if I said I'm keeping them on ice so I can bring them back. Okay. But I only brought back the torso. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather get the head back? And say, no, that's my mom? Not necessarily. Not the no, there's still the heart still there. I've heard of a fucking tit man before, but you go to fucking <laughs> mad extremes. So, the arms aren't you. No, the arms are you because they're attached to you. 
But say if I but lost... once they become unattached. Once I say I fell in some horrible accident, my arm gets cut off. That's not part of me, and they can't... Re- assuming they can't reattach it. But you're treating the fucking... The head like it was a hat. <laughs> like, oh, that's just my old head. Who fucking needs it anymore? The head is the main thing. That's where the brain is. Sure. The memory is. Yeah. The thought process. Uh-huh. But once that's gone, it's not part of you. You're dead. The fucking torso is not a standalone fruit. <laughs> it could it be. It needs... Either a kiwi or brain with it. Um, that's what I'm saying to you. Okay. I've never heard anyone bragging about the fucking torso being kept alive, ever. It's fantastic. You just have to do whatever you want. It's kind of like a headless slave, if you're really thinking about it. So you think of yourself as a headless slave? Oh, I still have a head. You're not using it? Not too often, no. You see, Fez, you don't have to worry about the stupid things you say, <laughs> as long as you're com- you confidently say them. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to your thing, because I haven't finished it yet. Do you like the animation of you? Um, it's very detailed. It even includes the vitiligo part of my beard. Almost too detailed for me. And but I, it, I've never saw a cartoon suffering before. And, you know, normally. You don't see a depressed, Mm-mm. anxious cartoon. Which, by the way, how do you pull off being anxious and depressed at the same time? Uh, the anxiety comes first. But you're like this all the time. Oh, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out inside. You know, Normally when you're freaking out, you've, you're you'd be running around outwardly snapping. Outwardly fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, here's uh, Bruce. Bruce, you're on Pepper, I got three words for you. Ted so, Williams' head. So? That's it. He didn't try to keep his fucking knees going. Why not? Rib cage. Well, he fucked up. His frozen head is inside a fucking bowling ball bag, and in a freezer right now. Yeah, how's he gonna have fucking baseballs on a guy in torso and arms it's and legs? It's gonna be sewn on a fucking stupid avatar. This is basically like the movie Avatar. Oh, okay. They didn't think to themselves, yes, we've been able to transfer your torso into a blue monkey. I tried to bring up that Rise of the Apes fucking movie today yeah. to uh, Sandra Bernhardt. No biting. Oh. Come on. I'm trying to get people to go see the movie with me. <laughs> I can't. I have never... I don't find anything in the world of entertainment as entertaining as a monkey wearing a fucking suit. Well, it's classy. Particularly if it's in a band. Like, if you're watching a monkey in a band, right? Yeah. Like, they have those. Mm-hmm. What's the best instrument they could be playing? Uh, bass guitar. Well, stand-up bass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When they're fucking just slapping a stand-up bass, <laughs> it's the funniest shit the ever. Shit, hell yeah. And I'm like, how are they even making this music? Those guys are just fucking around. They're smart. So the first thing that I hate about this Rise of the Planet of the Apes is that they are not... Wearing clothes. No, they're just fucking regular monkeys. That's another fucking funny thing is, you will, when they dress up a monkey, they put it like in a nice suit, mm-hmm. almost like a jazz age. You'll never just see a monkey like dress like a lifeguard or fucking chilling or whatever. <laughs> and they can't get shoes on them. Let's get some flannel shirts. A monkey cannot walk in shoes. Some skate jeans. Only two things that can walk in shoes. Human beings. Mm-hmm. Horses. That's right. And their shoes are fucking nailed on. Oh. Which, we're so lucky that doesn't happen to us. <laughs> and I can't even... Um, 
imagine how badass a fucking horse is that you can nail into their fucking feet. Uh, we have found monkeys in lifeguard things. I'm so pissed off. I really thought that I came up with a perfect point. <laughs> but there, I'm looking at a monkey lifeguard thing, and then he's wearing like a lifeguard outfit. But what is he doing? He's not going to save anyone drowning. That's the fucking funny things about monkeys. Like, what do they think they're doing? They're just, they're just, they think they're lifeguards. And but, like, even if you like started drowning, you're fucking that monkey isn't going to give you shit. No, unless you're holding a, a fucking banana. You probably just take the banana and let you drown. Um, let's go over here, Stacy. You're on my fez. Hey. Hey, buddy. Stacy, I want to start calling you Black Stacy. I don't care. You can call me whatever. Great. Uh, how about uh, it's the Ron and Fez Eeyore show? <laughs> oh, Eeyore is from the Winnie the Pooh? Mm -hmm. You yeah, are picking up an Eeyore vibe, Fezzy. He pulls it off. Yeah, he you do. I have to get my tail now back on. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Let's make this Fez time. Uh, the, uh, the heat that Michael Douglas is taking... Now, before you say that, let me just check around, because I'm not aware of this. Chris, are you? No. Zito, are you aware of this? I haven't heard of any heat. Did it just show up in today's Yahoo News? Uh, no, I saw it um, like in the tabloids. So, he's taking heat in the tabloids? Uh-huh. What tabloid do you read? Well, I, I think it was uh, Star Magazine, and I think it was uh, Us Weekly, too. Where he's seen smoking a cigarette. Okay. And Smoking's bad. And people are coming down on him for beating throat cancer and now having a cigarette. It isn't really the best fucking thing to do after beating throat cancer. Ah. Now that you come to think of it, yeah. dude, really, what do we have to do? No, it's not a smart thing, but they don't know what's going on. First of all, they don't even know if it's an actual cigarette. This could be medical marijuana. Candy. Could be a candy cigarette. This could be some... Well, did they see it? Did it have a filter? They said what appears to be a hand-rolled cigarette. Well, would even a joint be good for you once you've had throat cancer? No, not smoking anything. But maybe he needs this. Maybe, maybe he's not as out of the woods as he originally said. So maybe he needs a cigarette. So maybe, yeah, maybe he needs... So the fuck you, Star Magazine. Go to hell. The other thing, too, is why are they fucking so mean to Octomom? She's doing the best she can. What else is Star Magazine concerned with? Um, they always have certain people. Like, they'll say Brad Pitt is back with fucking the girl from Friends. Oh, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. So or, you actually buy Star Magazine? I, I, uh, sometimes I'll pick it up. Mm. But I, I saw the cover, and this one I refused to buy. Because I thought it was unfair to it. judge the guy. So what would you like to say to the world? Leave Michael Douglas alone. Yes, he's had throat cancer. Get off of his back. Yes, maybe having a cigarette isn't the best thing to do. But oh, there he is. Michael Douglas. Just fucking suck him one down. He loves it. I want you to smoke more. But I don't think smoking's so easy to give up, especially if he if he's had this really rough habit. I'm sure he understands the situation of it, of having throat cancer. You know what I consider you now, Fez, a champion of the Douglas family. Thank you. I'll take that. The Zeta Joneses. 
What's that? The Zeta Joneses, right? Uh, she's, he's married her, but she didn't take his fucking name. Zeta? You think her fucking Catherine name is... Catherine Zeta-Jones, right? Zeta? Really? What? Like it rhymes with Peter? Yeah. What? What's her fucking name? I guess you don't fucking do the Greek alphabet much. No. I live in Astoria, but no. Yeah. Well, go over there and ask if they fucking throw Zeta out as a fucking term. I will. I'll report back. Buzz, I'm sorry. This was about you. Yeah, I'm just saying get off of the man's back. He's been through a lot, and he doesn't need the judgment. You struck oil, big man. Stop fucking drilling, all right? You're fucking covered in oil right now. We're fucking... We hit it. And now, what, what do you want to do? Start drilling again? No. No. Don't need to. There's a date out for uh, Rosie O'Donnell's, uh, the premiere of her talk show on OWN. So that's going to be coming up October 10th. Rocktober. We're doing all Rocktober this fucking year. Nonstop. And then we go first in September, where every day is a different fucking Zeppelin song. Yes. Then fucking uh, Rocktober, where we fucking rock it and we rock it hard. Mm -hmm. And then November's just November mm. at that point. That blows. Why? What do you want to do? I don't know. Some sort of fucking November-related. Why don't we do Zeta, November? Sure, okay. Fucking yeah, Zeta. Catherine Zeta-Jones, November. Um, here's uh, Chris. Whoops. Chris, Indiana, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, guys. It's finally nice to hear Fez consistent for once, letting a guy do something for himself that might be bad for him. I wonder what diner Fez took out from last night. What diner Fez? Uh, the diner on Roosevelt Island. How many meals do you think you bought from that same diner over the years? Oh my gosh, uh, probably into the thousands. Holy shit. Um, you live in a place with thousands of restaurants. Yeah. Manhattan. Right over the bridge. Story. Here's leader, you're on my Fez. Yeah, while we're yelling at Star Magazine... Fuck I gotta, them! Yeah, Go to hell, yeah. Star Magazine! I gotta yell at Star Magazine. Leave J-Lo and, and Ben Affleck alone. If they want to get back together, leave them the fuck alone, Star Magazine. You know what? Don't be fucking worried about what she's up to. She's still Jenny from the block. That's it. That's how I consider her. Mm -hmm. Jenny from the block. I consider Living Color Jenny still. I didn't even see Living Color. I'm saving all this up. Really? For after I watch The Wire. Like I'm going to watch ago. The Wire <laughs> and then all the Living Colors. Good. It's a great show. Yeah. You heard? Yeah, people tell me all the time, you got to watch The Wire. And they've been telling me that like since 2002. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. You don't watch The Wire? Why? I don't watch The Wire or Six Feet Under. And the Six Feet Under is one that people Frustrating as shit to people. It's just driving them nuts. I never saw Six you Feet could, Under. You could just watch the first five minutes of the episode and you got the whole thing. The Wire or Six Feet Under? Both of them. The first five minutes is just, you know, that's just last week's replay. It drives me nuts out here in Illinois. I just watched the whole season the first five minutes and I got the whole season. All right, bro. Good good job with the Ben Affleck, uh, Jenny from the Block. Um. Go ahead, Fizzy. What were you talking about? Well, with Ben Affleck, uh, I know what the, the tabloids with him, they're just talking about his new Justin Bieber haircut. Let me ask you the thing about the tabloids. You read the tabloids, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, just to see what's going on. But it's not real, right? 
No, no, but it's... But then uh, how can you see what's going on if they're making it up? Well, but it's also, since I don't read, it's an easier magazine for me to go through. Since you don't read? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's never any articles in those things. You're just looking at some photos of people. All right. So you like it because of the pictures? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's here's his here's his haircut. Get off his back! He just wants to fucking wear his hair that way. When's Star Magazine gonna leave people alone? I never saw this, but we're in a radio war against Star Magazine, being led by our own Fez Watley. Uh, we went from Ben Affleck. What else is in Star today? Or are you doing a crossword puzzle? Um, I'm not sure what else is in it. Did you really read it or? No, I just saw. Uh, no, I just saw the cover. Like I said, I wasn't buying this one. Do they have jumble? I'm sure they've got some sort of puzzles in the back of it. Mm. Oh, Prince William sang karaoke at Zara Phillips' Wild Wedding Bash. Get off his ass! He's just trying to have some fun. I'm going to defend everybody from Star Magazine. Oliver Olivier Martinez plays with Halle Berry's daughter, Nala. I don't even know who any of those people are right now. This is how fucking obvious I am. Fantasia's pregnant. The movie? The singer. I don't think we ever finished watching your cartoon, have we, Fez? No. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coke Logic, we're going to be a team on this. You animate, you'll get all the fame and glory, but it's got to go on my channel. Get to it, Coke Logic. Now, the Blueberry is one that can't work on its own. All right, hold on. Let's just stop. So, Coke Logic is actually animating the pitch meeting for him to animate. Yeah. I think that's too inside. That's meta. I think's way inside. And then he just repeats the same thing over and over? Yeah, and then just, yeah. This is the end of it? Yeah, it's coming to end right now. All right, go ahead. I have something with it, like the Kiwi. It's uh, not a a standalone fruit. Um... That's his logo? Yeah. I just don't understand the pitch meeting being in the middle of it. Hmm. Oh, see Bachelorette Ashley Hebert on her final two dates. Hmm. That is weird. <laughs> uh, Gary, you're on running Fez. Oh, uh, yeah. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Hey, if Fez is reading Us Magazine and, and he knows it's not real, and if he's reading about pro wrestling which isn't real in a magazine that's not real. Does that make it all real? Yeah, that is weird that you like pro wrestling, the scripted sport, mm-hmm. and then your magazine that you read is the... And you even know it's made-up news, right? Like, you're not fooled by it. Right, yeah. But I wonder, you know, if there's, like, a shredded truth in there. Is there something to this at all? That they're just exaggerating on. And what have you ever come up with? No. Still no. Yeah. And with the pro wrestling, with the WWE, I was totally right about that when Linda McMahon was uh, campaigning for the Senate. And they decided to make it for children. And they were doing all the silly stuff. 
And they now that she's out of that Senate race, they are back to like an attitude era. And now, all the goofy guest hosts are gone. When's the last time you made this t- statement? Zito? Probably like like last week. Oh, did I? Like I'm sorry. Word ago. for word. Oh. Word for word. I didn't know I had talked about that. Sorry. That was really dumb. No, you loved that fucking wrestling and you wanted it to get back the way it was. Hicks uh, is very big on the Twitter today. People writing good things about you. No, thank you. I'm going to make a Pepper Hicks cologne called Degenerate. Cool. The scent is wet garbage. Oh, come on. No one's even going to buy that. (laughs) Fuck. This says, Ron, can you just ask P. Hamzio out my clit again? That was great. (laughs) That's when you were doing your woman's voice. My clit! Yeah. It's wet! Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't make it's sense. Pussy. <laughs> um, every day Hicks grows stronger into his own witness radio history. So, do you like wrestling better now or before, Fez? Absolutely was, now. You like it better when she was running for office and they didn't do stuff? No, that was uh, that was awful. Who's holding the ball? Who's holding the football? Lucy, right? Yeah. Who kicks it? Oh, uh, nobody. Charlie Brown tries. I'm just doing it when I brought up the thing that you just did. Don't fall for it. Be like, fuck you, dude. See what you're fucking doing to me. Yeah. Why don't you say, fuck you, I see what you're doing to me. No. Just make the statement for fun. I don't want to say that. I won't even look directly at you. No, I I don't want to say that. Dude, I want you to say it and get it out of your system. I know what you're doing to me. What's that? I know what you're doing to me. No, say the whole fucking thing, but deliver it like a buddy, not like a sinister, like, I know what you're doing to me, but like when a buddy busts your balls, that's what I was doing. Oh, dude, I know what you're doing to me. But see what I'm doing right now? I'm getting you back into it. Oh, I'm man. having you fucking playing a character. So I'm already doing it. So let's try it again from the top. No, I shouldn't say it. Shouldn't say what? <laughs> dude, you're doing it to me again. Which one are you saying? I'm Why not you saying say, it. You're going to say, fuck you. Uh, fuck you, you're doing it to hey, me again. easy on the fucking language, dude. What, will you fuck you to me? Where does that come from? See, now no. that's me re-fucking with you. Uh-huh. Right, take it from the top. Get into one of your... What do you got? A, a list of stories over there? Um, Just some stuff. Give me the list of stories. Give you real quick and we'll pick one. Just the top. Just the headlines. Uh, Something that was annoying about uh, Entourage... Uh, the Murdoch scandal. Let's go on, Tarash. All right? But I, did you watch it last night? Uh-huh. All right, so tell it like your dice, Clay. Like your dice. You just came in. Whoa, an entourage. So this is me fucking with you. Wouldn't mm. fucking guy doesn't just start talking like dice, and you would have known that before. Right. So do it again, but in the dice voice. Yo, an I'm doing it again. That's Okay, don't do it then. Second time. Yeah. Don't do what? Don't do it like dice. Who, me? I'm not going to. No, me. Who are you saying don't do it to then? Me. So you're in a conversation with yourself. Yeah. How do you think? It's that nutty. How would you like to tell it? Um, just, uh... Did you just say, oh, God? Oh, God. Good. Take it from the top, like I'm not even here. I'm not to... I like dice. I'm not to rush. Don't do it again. That's me, third fucking time. Do it like yourself. An entourage. An entourage. No one will make a cell phone call uh, 
by themselves. They won't go to another room to make a phone call. It is so frustrating so and annoying. True. So true. So they make every call gets made in front of like five or six people, even the most private calls. Why do you think that is? I guess so they can start yelling, what was that all about? So right. Johnny Drama can throw that in. So the characters are interacting. <laughs> right? So you don't have to seem like this. I'm going to make a call, but in the other room. <laughs> but then just follow that. You see the person making the phone call anyway. There's no reason why it couldn't be in the other room. But then he doesn't interact with the other characters. He can walk back into the room. They're going to ask all those questions anyway. So your big problem with Entourage, not enough people are leaving the room. Yeah, basically, yes. It's time to write the Entourage. Get a fucking letter out. We all want right. people Hold leaving on. the room when they make calls. Leave room calls. So who stayed in the room last night? Well, he was uh, in the room when he was uh, t- uh, when Sloan called him. Hmm. When they were having what was probably going to be a private conversation. Turtle is always trying to call his girlfriend in front of the other guys. It makes no sense. He wants to talk things out in front of everybody? Yeah. So if they left the room more, it'd be better. I think it would be, yeah, a little bit more... Realistic. Well, that's what we're looking for, realism. But, you know, they are like girls where they tell each other everything anyway. It's ridiculous. Like, he's just running back. Fucked Sloane last (laughs) night, and she is not... Like, (laughs) what are you, a fucking girl? No, that's a lie. I don't even think girls are that bad. I want to apologize to the women. I had dirty sex with my fiancé. I like that shit, Vince. Why don't you leave the room? I'm right here. I think that they should leave the room and then it should focus on the other character sitting quietly until he comes back from the other room. (laughs) On the phone for a while. Mm. Where is he? Everything's okay. Another thing that's not realistic is no one ever seems to be taking a shit. And it really should be like, follow me into the bathroom with the camera. I can't hold it anymore. Why don't you come out? <laughs> Get underneath me here. Um, let's go over here to uh, Ken. Ken, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey. hey, Fez, I'm reading Star Magazine. Right here on page two, it says, Serious XM radio host, roofied and mouthfuck. That's not true. Mm-mm. No roofing. No mm-hmm. mouthfucking. I wish it was, though. I wish we at least had half of that. <laughs> what other shows bother you, Fez? You're on a fucking tear here today. Dexter? Uh, what else you got there? You got a list of stuff you like to talk about? Uh, the Murdoch scandal. There is uh, one of the uh, PIs that got hired by News of the World, by News Corp. What's that, a Filipino? No, private investigator. Well, what do people call Filipinos? I think just Filipinos. No. See, my father always said I was uh, over in uh, P.I. doing one. I'm like, what? <laughs> Philippine Islands. All right. Okay. I don't know, Aren't they just going to Minos? 
No, we're doing the end of everything. That's yeah. that's the one that uh, we're waiting to catch on. Or O's, right? Just that fucking O's. Well, O's? Yeah, O's. Why not just call it S? We're going to go that fucking far with it. Anyway, what was the Filipinos doing? Uh, no, this wasn't the Filipinos. Well, this... Then why are we talking about them? What the fuck? This was the Murdoch scandal. I thought he was Australian. He is. Well, he's American. I think he's married to an S. <laughs> We're stopping you from going. God kicked the ball. So he's stuck in jail. Like dice. He's stuck in jail. <laughs> Why are you doing it again when you know I'm fucking around? Why would you just automatically start doing dice? What are you supposed to say to me when I do that? Um, I know what you're doing to me. No, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing to me. But like a guy would say it, not in a relaxed way. Like we're two ball-busting buddies like we used to be. Uh, fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing to me. <laughs> That's, that actually hurts a little bit when you do, <laughs> when you're that fucking strong with it. So use that whenever I start my fucking craziness. Oh, okay. Um, so this guy is stuck in jail, and uh, he's, he's now saying, now that the uh, Murdochs have quit paying his legal fees, mm -hmm. he's now saying he acted on the instruction of others, that this is going higher up the food chain in News Corp. Where I said that eventually this is going to end up with Rupert Murdoch behind bars. Getting arrested. I just can't picture it. I just don't think they ever get to the rich guy. Uh, Andrew, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, Fez, I got a question about Star Magazine. Uh, who wore it better, Hayden Panettiere or Emma Roberts? Now, what does he mean by that, Fez? Well, they'll find two pictures of uh, uh, two different actresses but wearing the same dress. Mm-hmm. And they'll uh, ask people. I don't know how they where they do the polls at, but um, they'll ask people who wore it better. Who who does this outfit look better on? Who did it look better on? I have no idea. I didn't see this one. I'll say Emma Roberts. Just guessing. Oh. Mm. Nice for you, Emma. She's excited. Here's um. Here's um. Let's go to Lady Trucker. LT, how are you? Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? Good. Um, Bessie, does it feel good the way the puppet master manipulates your strings? Uh, no one could go near your strings. Good one, Fez. Fucking nailed her. What does he mean by that? Her tampon strings. Oh my oh. God. God. What does that come from? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Why would you say that? Because she's a horrible person. So only horrible people get their period? No, but hers would be extra large and gross. Oh. <laughs> Why would that be? Because she's bad? And huge. Yeah. Mm. Um, here's Jeff, Oklahoma. You're on first. Hey, guys, I want to talk to you about something that happened to me this weekend. Well, God, that's why we're here, Jeff, to hear about your fucking weekend. What'd you do? I, I was at the bar on Friday night having some beers. I just got done smoking a joint. I'm taking a piss. And a guy in the next pisser leans over and tries to take a look at my cock. Mm. I was just shocked. I didn't even know what, what to fucking think. And I, I just I was done. So I said, sorry, you missed it, faggot. And walked out. And then I got to thinking about it. Should I have hit him? 
What should I have done? What's what's a reasonable person do in that situation? Move out of Oklahoma. Oh, come on. That's not an option. Uh, then stay in fucking Oklahoma with your magic dick that somehow makes fucking... every fucking redneck want to glow. Maybe it was the glow coming from the urinal of this fucking beautiful fucking <laughs> cock of yours. Huh? Whoa! This is fucking a glow and angelic music oh, is playing. Jesus. What a wonderful cock. All these, yeah. All these fucking guys think that somehow their cock is so attractive that even while pissing, other humans are attracted to it. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough. Just stare at it. Love it. See how I stuck up as I didn't use, let him use the F word? Right, yeah. I'm sure he's enjoying just reliving the story. So he's gay. I think he got a little turned on by it and he's frightened. I think he's very mm. turned on. I think he's rock hard. Mm. So you think that people that say anti-gay things are, are gay? I think there may be something to that, yes. I also say, think this. People that say anti-Semitic things are Jews, and people, wow. yeah, that's fucking mind blowing. And people who say stuff against blacks are blacks. By the way, how does Sandra Bernhard get away with the "I'm black, so I can use the uh, N-word"? I don't know. She's and just, she does. She's just fucking fucking cool. That's she what does. it boils down to. She can pull it off. It's awesome. There are certain people. Who can get away with shit? Certain people who can't. Like, um, if you look at the Beatles, John could fucking say anything about Paul. Paul would say one thing. And, it's over. Shut up, Paul. You're <laughs> a fucking jerk off. Dick. Now, if you look at the Stones, Keith can say a million fucking things about mm. Mick. Oh, yeah. Awful things. <laughs> He's written books about it. Mick will say, well, we couldn't do that album because Keith was a junkie and everyone fucking what, yells Come him. on. You can't get away with it. Why are you fucking calling names now? Mm. Respect your buddy now. Uh, David Letterman can say anything he wants about Leno. Oh, if Leno fucking opens his mouth. Leno says one fucking word. He's like a giant asshole. Yeah. And Fez, what do you say if someone's teasing you? Ah, uh, fuck off. I know what you're doing to me. Fuck off? What happened? Fuck you, dude. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing to me. Um, here's uh, Ryan. Ryan, you're on my face. Gentlemen, how you doing? Yeah. I was wanting to discuss, uh, you guys know who Mo Rocca is? Uh, Mo Rocca, sure. Commentator, Comedy Central. Among well, you other know, things. Re yeah. Recently, over the weekend, he's come out and has announced his homosexuality. Mm. But he's taken another step further. He's actually down here now at City Hall, and he's changing his name to Mo Kaka. He made us fucking wait that long for that fucking joke. Oh. You really? Go ahead. You can hang up. I'm stuck here. It's almost like someone farted on the elevator and jumped off. And now I've got to go to the rest of the fucking floors with this stench in the room. He's fucking eating fucking yeah. fart particles, which is basically shit. I don't want you to explain it that far. Everything You're that I said it. was already there. I'm just fucking making sure people realize what's fucking going on. I can't just leap out when I fucking make everyone wait a million fucking years before I get to Mokaka. Cock rides with rock. And I know that the whole time that he's fucking down or something on the phone, he's giggling. 
This is going to fucking kill. This is going to fucking slay those guys. I'm going to be a legend. A legend. Fuzzy, I'm stepping on you when you're on a fucking roll today. And you're fucking seriously. You're bringing the fucking C today. You know what the C is? No. You don't? Mm-hmm. What do you think I mean by that? The cock. Comedy. <laughs> Why oh. would I say you were bringing the cock? I don't know. That's I why mean, I wasn't. That's why I wasn't sure. You said it like you were definitely sure. Yeah. You said the cock uh-huh. as if fucking confidence. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Seriously, like there was nothing more you ever believed more than I'm bringing the cock to this fucking show. These this vagina show finally's got man meat. It's fucked. But seriously, I know you're looking down. You're reading your notes. Stay in this moment. Right. Why would you think I said would say Fez is bringing the cock? I couldn't think of anything else that started with C. Not one other word. You could have said can of tuna. You said catnip. <laughs> There's a fucking million words before you get the cock. Go ahead. I don't want to... Cannoli. You, now you're going to start coming up with... So I thought that you were bringing the cannoli. No, but you're just another C point. word. All right. Go ahead. I'll give you a minute. Many C words as you can. Go. Uh, cat. What should you be saying to me right now? Oh, uh, uh, fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing to me. You do. You figured it out. That's how, that's, you fucking got me again. You can't be stopped. All right, let's get back to it. A minute of it. Go. Of what? C-words. Uh, well, I said cock. Yeah. Uh, country. What, remember about the... Cambodia. You caught me, though? Of Why would a fucking guy just try to come up with as many C-words as a minute? Right? Mm-hmm. That's fucking stupid. Right? Very. So what do you say? I'm stupid. No. What do you say to me? Oh, uh, fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing to me. Right. I like how you put the accent on doing this time, too. I'm going to love it when you get to fuck you, dude. I wish you'd change it to Ron, but that's up to you. All right. Go ahead. Back in your thing. How many words can you do in a minute? Uh, uh fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing to you me. You caught me. All right. Let's go. On two and a half minutes. No, the C's. Let's do the C's. Do you want me to do the C's? No, of course not. It's back to fuck you, dude. But go ahead. Two and a half minutes. We're making it around TV today. Yeah. uh, The latest rumor is that... From uh, Star Magazine? uh, No, I don't know where this is from. Sorry. Um, Someone just dropped this off without telling us? What? Fucking, we got a mystery on our hands. This is fucking nuts. All right, go ahead. Latest rumor is that Ashton Kutcher replacing uh, Charlie Sheen... They're not going to change out the characters. That Ashton Kutcher will be playing Charlie Sheen's character, kind of like the two Darrens on Bewitched. Where before we had heard that Charlie Sheen's character was going to get killed off, and he won't be able to come back. Now there's just a whole new Charlie on the show. Mm. Uh, But isn't Ashton Kutcher like fucking 20 years younger than him? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about how uh, uh, Charlie Sheen can be insulted by this. I think now it's like, oh, we'll bring in someone just to do your part. We're not even we're right. not even replacing you. We're just saying anyone can come right. in and be our Charlie Sheen on this. Right, but right, let's suppose, like, just to say from the corporation's point of view, it's like it's a football team, right? Uh-huh. If the quarterback gets hurt, they bring in a new what? Quarterback. That's kind of what they're doing here. They're acting like, hey, if you don't want to do this part... I mean, they do it in Broadway all the time. Uh-huh. In Broadway, they don't go, we could never replace in a million years. This per- they'll bring somebody else. Even if you're sick one night. Yeah, it's over. 
Don't get fucking sick. Come on, I don't know if it's over, but they have an understudy ready to go. I think we have to go back to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for the last time this happened on a major TV show. Where they switched out actresses playing the same person. Well, well, I never watched the show. What was it? It was the mom on the show. Mm. They switched her out. Well, the first mom got all fucked up on dope and went on the internet saying shit and then started a whole tour. About Will Smith. <laughs> Fuck Will Smith. <laughs> no, I think she was just difficult to work with. Mm. I think she was asking for more money. Uh, Jimmy Fallon just tweeted, I'm opening for the great Bobby Slayton this weekend. Nice. Well, I thought that wasn't Bobby having trouble getting on that show. He should fucking use if if he's the great Bobby Slayton, Jimmy, book him. Yeah, dude. Thanks, six. <laughs> um, let's go over here to uh, Brandon. You're running first. Brandon. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, speaking of Milwaukee. I just want to thank you for turning me on to the CBS Morning Show. I think it's the best show on TV, and I think he's really good on that show. Uh, yeah, Mo Rocky is a part of that Sunday morning show. I've been watching that show forever. Nice. I don't have a Sunday without that Sunday morning show. Well, I see him on Foodography on the Cooking Channel. I know that a lot of people are liking the Cooking Channel now better than Food Network. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting a little better. Food Network's a little stale. Food Network got a little too... I don't know, fucking game showy. I don't care who gets voted off. Just take me to different towns, show me the food, mm-hmm. so I know when I'm visiting there what to eat. Most of those shows, almost none of those shows are there anymore. I think, I guess Guy Fieri show still does that, but everything else is just. Are they still? Do they still have Boy Meets Grill? Is that still going on? Like randomly, <laughs> you'll catch it occasionally. And now there's brunch with Bobby on the cooking channel. Well, what's he making? Bacon? Yeah. He's making that fucking legless bacon fucking meat. It seems like after doing a brunch show, uh, within a matter of six weeks, you've run out of things <laughs> that you could possibly do. Eggs again. All yeah. right. Oh, some more cocktails. Let's get fucked up, Bobby. So glad you said tails. Or it would have been the second time someone brought up cock on I don't, the show. No, I'm the, not. A, no cock. You, that's the C word you want use? Mm-hmm. Let's see how many C words you can do in a minute. Cock, Cumberbun, Columbia, Cocaine, Carousel. Doesn't he look dumb, Fuss? Claws, yeah, we Chicken. Right, we fooled them. Why you give, why you give me a Cape, pound? Clitoris, Cunt. <laughs> Is anyone keeping track here? No. Huh? Come on! Yeah. You know what? This is going to be the longest trip to Miami we've ever taken. <laughs> it really does remind you, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Here's games we played when I was a kid. <laughs> I went to Georgia and I bought some grapes. We hit south of the border yet? Fuck, I love that place. This is the shit. Yeah. I think the 1970s never ended when you fucking walk into that place. It really is. It should fucking change its name to 1975. <laughs> I'd fucking live there. Yeah. Find a job. Look, I found some new iron-on patches I can tra- change from my fucking T-shirts. <laughs> Plus, the signs are always so funny. Pedro says... Mm-hmm. Like a cactus. I wish I was driving down the road just being a Mexican going like, what the fuck is this supposed to be? <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of Mexicans. None of us talk like that. <laughs> Particularly with so much wordplay. Yeah. And in English. 
I didn't mean to step on you, Fez. Where are you going with this? What do you got for us? What's in the world of Fez Watley? Uh, there were some uh, uh, dating numbers. Hold on. Hicks just found this. Pedro says, and then there's a giant hot dog. You never saw such a place. Sausage there. You're always a wiener at Pedro's. South of the border, 10 miles. 10 miles? I can't believe it. We're so fucking close. Stop it there, man. One time I was so exhausted, I stayed in one of their motel rooms. Fuck yeah, all right. How was it? Eerie. (laughs) It was fucking eerie at night. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. There's like four people working at the various stands. Yeah, it gets really fucking empty at different points. I like it, though. Well, you, the weird thing about you, you vacation there and then go back up north. Yeah. Pedro no shoot the bull. And there's a bull there. Who done it? South of the border, 52 How miles. Are Mexican people should be going crazy. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if this happened to any other ethnic group? It'd be fucking Like, pissed. if it was just, like, a fucking giant Polish joke <laughs> that went on for a thousand miles? Let's start it. So uh, there was uh, some uh, survey where 34% of guys said that a woman becomes promiscuous after her 10th partner. That's 34%. 32 said it had to go up to 20 to be promiscuous. So I didn't know where anyone else's number might be. One. As soon as a woman's been with one person, I think they're a whore. Well, no, that's a slut, and then two becomes whore. And three's a fucking dirty skank. By the way, 34% of people never get to sleep with women, and that's the one that (laughs) started calling women names by who they've been with. Everything old is new again at south of the border. 25 miles to go. That's not even like a fucking funny, mean thing to Mexicans. Why don't they just put south of the border? We're really mean to Mexicans. <laughs> Eat them. South of the border. Aren't Mexicans stupid the way they look and talk? And they're wearing old blankets. How do these fucking people get away with this? You'll be tickled pink south of the border. I don't even get that. 31 miles. It really does make time pass, though. And then I like, like, you just missed. Like, you're supposed to turn around. This one just says, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's face it. They're not a creative bunch. That's going to make you hit their brakes right in the middle of the highway. See, whoa? Yeah. I guess it could. All right, this one just has, like, little cat paws all over it. And then says, time for a pause? <laughs> Because I like to do it in the Spanish, oh, okay. you know, fucking stereotype. Yeah. All right, let's see how you do it, X. Stop and smell the flowers south of the border. It doesn't even make sense. It's not even fucking wordplay there. It's kind of like a big lot. Not really flowers there. We just did that. I can't be repeating already. Uh, Burger, you're our manifest. I was going to say there was two Morty Seinfelds, and that oh, worked out well. That's right. Second yeah. one, anyway. You forgot Seinfelds. Two Morty Seinfelds. Uh, okay. Roseanne. There were two blonde daughters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that changed quickly on Seinfeld. Fort Pedro! 
Fireworks Unlimited! That's 75 miles away. I'd be pissed because I get real excited. Because I want unlimited fireworks. Then you're hitting the gas. I'm huffing the gas. I wonder when this even opened up. There's a lot of uh, black and white shots online for south of the border. Um, <laughs> here's uh, Bill. Bill, you're on running Fez. Hey, what's going on, buddies? Yeah. Uh, weren't there two Fezes on the Running Fez show? Like, didn't the second one just cry a lot, though? No. 1950 was one south of the board. It was just a beer stand. A beer stand? Yeah. Stop and get drinks. Yeah. <laughs> While you're driving your family <laughs> to Florida. <laughs> uh, here's Pedro. You're on the... This is Pedro from the... Holy phone. shit! Hey, Pedro. It's, it's out of the border. We picked the freshest vegetables daily. No, seriously. We picked them ourselves. It's out of the border. Go ahead, Hicks. Too much tequila south of the border. Um, let's go over here to uh, Dave. Dave, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on, man? Good. Hey, if you ever want to drive somebody completely fucking insane on a drive to Florida, say every single billboard you see for south of the border. Absolutely. I do it constantly. My I'll do it to anyone. To do that. And then parents, what I do to make people angry is act like they're really funny and laugh <laughs> while I read it and then try to get a high five. <laughs> Give Pedro the bee's knees. He needs it. Fez, you didn't give us your number. 34% of whatever. Oh, I think you got to hit triple digits. I'd say 100 before you're promiscuous. So it's 100 people before you're promiscuous. Yeah. Very liberal, Fez Watley. Damn. Um, let's go over here to J.D. You're in my Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, getting back to that Roseanne daughter switch, I thought it was cool how they handled that on, they actually handled it on the show. They slightly broke the fourth wall. In that new girl's first scene, she walked in the room. Everybody kind of paused, and one of the characters looked at her and said, you look different. And then they paused, and then they just went back to the show. And that was the only mention Did of you it. go crazy at your house during that Roseanne yeah. episode? Oh, yeah. Fucking Roseanne is nuts. <laughs> um, then when they switched back, they uh, Roseanne asked the original girl, where the hell have you been? The... Uh, to stay with it, huh? When Roseanne came in here, she kept going like this. Where are we? And she would just look around the room. This place is weird. It's not. It's just a radio studio. <laughs> it's just a couple mics. So it's different. And then, you know, I'm supposed to hear that she's not crazy, but she's a little crazy. Doesn't sure. mean that she's not funny. Mm -mm. She is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Larry, you're on run a fez. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hello? Yes, Larry, go ahead. Oh, hey, I live just down the border, just down the road from south of the border, and yeah, you're right, it is about stuck in the 70s, but Dude, they got a restaurant there. You know how there. fucking lucky you Luckiest are? Luckiest fucking You can go alive. to south of the border every day? <laughs> God damn it. Well, I can. It's, it's, it's about 35, 40 miles, but yeah, I go by there quite often. I'm a truck driver. How often do you stop in there? Uh, well, they got a little truck stop there, too. It's pretty good and stuff, so I, I enjoy going in there. You should be going in there and going, who's the guy 
Let me shake the hand of the guy who writes these signs. He's fucking amazing. But anyway, hey, I got a friend of mine that might, uh, 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 Scott, or, uh, Jeff might, damn, Fred might be interested in. What's hey, her name? His, his, no, his, his, his name's Scott. He might be interested. He's listening right now. Yeah, so now that's the thing. Scott's going to be God damn you. Why did you bring me up as being gay? Fuck. Fuck, I hate you. I'm not Fuck gay. Fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing. I hate cock. Hate it? I hate it. I guess this is what Scott would be saying. All right, right. Like, All right, so you're auditioning for the part of Scott. Yeah. All right. Why'd you call it Ron and Faze? I hate cock. I'm is, not gay. Is there a reason that you're not using your full vocal cords? This is how Scott? I sound like. Why? Because I'm Scott. But Scott, why do you try to squinch yourself down when you're talking? Because I'm a fucking weirdo, and I don't want anyone to think I'm gay. Okay. This is bullshit. Mm. We're not friends anymore. We're not friends anymore, no, Scott? No, I hate cock and I hate you. <laughs> well, I'm going to miss you, Scott. I'm, I'm gonna, not going to miss you. I'm going to miss the times we spent together. Fuck off. Greg and Marilyn, you're on my I had the south of the border weather forecast. It's hot today, chilly today, and hot tamale. Oh, that's fucking just brilliant. Fuck Seriously, yeah. that's great stuff. Good work, Pedro. <laughs> just great stuff. Uh, Adam, you're on Runa Fez. Yeah, up here in Hartford, there's a restaurant called Tiki Taki, mm -hmm. and it's a German place, and they the girls wear later hosen. They have the boot, you know, and all the and all the billboards up here. That's all you see, tiki taki. You know, it's I've been there, and it's like a German version of that. And they'll oh. put up like, if any Jews stop here, we'll kill That's you. That's why I don't go. Or, <laughs> or let's get drunk and go to Poland, tiki taki. Sounds like the best place ever. Yeah, have a master meal with the master race. Um, do you get any breakfast today, Hicks? No, I did not. No oh. breakfast. Oh, so Fez is on the ball today. That's why I was. That's I, I was extra. Well, we got that um, sales meeting. We'd have lunch before then. Okay. What can we have from far uptown, far away? What's the furthest away we can order from? Uh, here's uh, Tony Yarman first. The Heights. Hey, uh, actually. Go up to uh, Dougie Fresh's Chicken and Waffles place on like 110 in Lennox. Pretty good. Dougie Fresh has a place? Yeah, it's called Chicken and Waffles. Dougie's Chicken and Waffle House over on like 110th in Lennox. He is doing like well. Good. Hey, Chicken Fred, and Waffles uh, is one of the best combinations in the history of the world. Amazing. Well, do you think of it as breakfast food or dinner food? Uh, dinner food. I think of it as dinner food. I agree with you. Yeah, it's but For some reason, I want the egg at, at breakfast. But not the chicken. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. It's the weirdest thing. Like, here's another weird thing. You wouldn't have a grilled cheese for breakfast. No. But put an egg, like, and you're like, yes. oh, yes, this is perfect breakfast food. Fuck yeah, nice egg cheese. Now, you wouldn't have a piece of cake for breakfast. No. But you will have a donut. Sure. Bizarre. Well, it's nice and handheld. Single serve. But a piece of cake. Would you have a cupcake? No. No. All right. I would never have a cupcake for breakfast. Somebody writes in the PTI returns today. Well, they won't be getting me back. When you fucking take a break from me like that, I'm done for a while. I'll come back when I come back. That's right. Well, I'll find you. Don't worry about it. Because what was that other thing they were putting there? Sports something that just... Sports... No. It's exactly like Sports Center, but they call it something else. It's Sports Nation. Mm. Yeah, it's Sports Nation. Can't be. 
It's going to be something. <laughs> uh, Tony, you're on the Fez. Hey, uh, Jerry, uh, unmarried, had a different daughter Jerry between the first and second episode, but I guess Fez doesn't consider that a major television show. Well, please, that's Jay Moore. That's our buddy. Oh, yeah. And that Gary unmarried went out with a whimper instead of a bang, but mm. still, it was there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this. King of Queens had a sister the first year, and then she disappeared. Wow. Yeah. I just saw their pilot episode the other night, <laughs> and I was showing everybody, Come in here! Look! At one point, a sister lived at the house. <laughs> Fez, I'm stepping on you. You got a bunch of new stuff. I'm actually out. Out of what? New stuff. God damn it. I was loving it, too. I loved your last thing about how many people could somebody sleep with. You said hundreds. Uh, which I love because it just shows how liberal this guy is. That's right. Fuck machines. All of them. But I don't understand the fuck machines. Did you think that this was Terminator? <laughs> and that somehow the, the machines are fucking getting yeah. us? Uh-huh. Or, you know, just people who fuck a lot. Just call them fuck machines. Oh, fuck machines. Yeah, fuck machines. All right. I thought you were saying, like, fuck the machines. Oh, no. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm fine Because I'm Pink Floyd, I'd say welcome to the machine. All right. Hell yeah. Oh, undoubtedly our hippest show yet, we tell Miss Sandra Bernhard. Um, let's go over here to Jennifer. Jennifer, go ahead. Hi, how are you? None of your goddamn business, Jennifer. I'll ask <laughs> the questions around here. That's like right. Like the Gestapo. <laughs> Tiki-taki. Yeah. Quite frankly... Welcome I was just telling him, I was listening oh, to you guys talking about Hold on, we're stuff. fucking riffing. Me and my friends are riffing right now. Oh, okay, cool. Great tiki-taki thing to go through. But no, you want you <laughs> fucked it up, Jennifer. Go ahead and bring up your fucking, my mother-in-law eats Dove Bars for breakfast oh, bit. She does. I she know. does. I'm I reading was, it I was out back. She lives downstairs. I was out back walking my dogs. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm eating breakfast. I'm like, it's ice cream. She's like, I know. How much does she weigh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, take a wild guess. <laughs> I'm going to say she touches three bills. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Does she live with you? She actually does. She lives downstairs. Oh. We take care of her because this That's is a what good she's strategy. trying to do for a living. <laughs> what was the last part? I said she lives downstairs because obviously this is what she'd rather do for a living, mm. is eat. <laughs> now, does she got any money, though? You guys going to get any money when she finally has that stroke? No, she. we literally take care of her. Mm. That's a rough one, and that's your at your dad's. That, did that happen right away? No. Oh no. You had to wait until she got bad. Yes, definitely. All right. Hey, do you that think that you could let your chick's mom live with you? If I had to, <laughs> oh. yeah, I mean, if I had to, yeah. But say I'm just like you. I don't feel. I feel like you've got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. I mean, you some know, people act like I could never let that happen. Yeah. Well, what are you to say? Yeah. What do you fucking know? Yeah. Oh, I feel good. I've taken my husband's fucking chick and thrown her out in the fucking <laughs> snow. Yeah, that's the woman who gave birth to him. Yeah. I don't fucking have any help for her. What the fuck? Plus, you're out there in the middle of the country. You're just fucking sitting there with handguns and shooting milk bottles in your own kitchen. Just fucking cook it's gotta up. be fucking great. Cook up some meth. Just Plan loving fuck it. Fuck yeah, playing chopped up bingo every fucking chance you get. I'd love it out there. I'd just sit around the fucking kitchen table, just fucking scraping tattoos into my arm. Wow. 
Sounds like it would hurt, but I mean, they probably look cool. Just screaming about college football and how I wanted some college that I never went to to beat some other college that I never fucking went to. I'd be fucking screaming about how one guy can drive a car faster than another guy, and when he fucking gets, when he drives faster than the other guy, I would yell out, that gives my life worth. And I'd feel so fucking good about myself. This is the fucking dream. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, when are the fucking blue-collar comedy guys going to come out of fucking retirement and get out there? One again? more time. Come on, like, I need we it. we got to roll. we got to <laughs> fucking make it happen. I'd be stealing cable and bragging about it and fucking uh, be uh, getting oxycotons off the oh, fucking street. Fuck yeah, hell I'd yeah. I'd be buying them and... I'd be fucking heading on over the goddamn Target and fucking copping in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Be loving it out there. Hanging loving out the fucking it. Walmart. Buying some cheap fucking clothes. I'd be dropping M-bombs every time Obama came on television to give a fucking thing. Yelling about New World Order. I'd fucking, when my kids were bad, I'd fucking beat them with a Bible. Scream out all the fucking answers are in here. I'd be cutting my own fucking hair with a hunting knife. Sick. I'd be having the fucking time of my life. I'd be just getting giant fucking tires on my truck. Fucking just driving around. Some kind of <laughs> I'd be driving around a fucking trailer park with these just giant fucking tires feeling superior. Gotta let them know. Fucking show it off. I fucking love that, man. Hell yeah. Jesus. What have we been missing our entire lives? Mm. I would just be constantly bringing up old high school football games about fucking times I didn't fumble and how I knew it was the big game and I didn't fucking and then we were the, our class partied more than all the other all classes them before or after yeah and I would be like I was so drunk at graduation and I, was just, I just took my diploma and went fuck you and fucking threw it I'd be so fucking happy you know oh, I get it and I would be fucking Saying my kids don't end up like us where we had to get married. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. would be the kind of shit that I'd be laying down. Oh yeah. And then I'd be just like fucking buying these really cheap Transformer DVDs and fucking watching it on this old fucking big screen that I couldn't pay off so I don't answer the fucking phone because they know they're going to repossess. I wouldn't care. Um... Here's uh, Ben. Ben, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, uh, Fezzy. Yes. I uh, was in Pittsburgh this weekend for my 20th year high school reunion, but I'm sure you don't really care about that. But they were filming The Dark Knight there, and I saw two of the tumblers and the villain. Would you like to know who the villain is? Well, I know who the villain is, and it isn't the Riddler. And that's so disappointing. Uh, but you guys think of it as a glass half full. If I tell you who it is, it might make your day better. All right, who is it? Joker. Bane. Your day better now? Uh, not much, because it's not the Riddler. That Captain America movie fucking dropped 67% in its second week. I caught the bootleg of it over the weekend. What'd you think? Uh, well, I fast-forward through most of it to the part where I just saw him fucking blowing shit up. So you really... You don't... Your ADD is so bad... Oh, yeah. You can't even sit through a comic book movie. Bad dialogue, bad dialogue. Oh, some shit's blowing up. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones, I stopped for. Oh, that was kind of interesting. I've seen him before. He's <laughs> right. <laughs> I kind of didn't, wasn't really, didn't like the Red Skull or whatever, the fucking villain. I don't know what any of their names are. He had a Red Skull. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I guess he like woke up, spoiler alert, 
woke up in like fucking today. Yeah. Well, you will know that because the other movie trailer is already out. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, he's there, for some reason, the guy from the 1940s <laughs> is there looking exactly the same. Looking great. Um, here's uh, Mooney, Herman Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, when you go into the scenario, who are you listening to on the radio driving to the trailer park? Skinner. That's what I thought. That's right. Oh, I, I used to do. Um, Fucking radio down in Florida, and we go like this. Well, let's check the Skinner request and <laughs> see what we got here. <laughs> yeah, we'd always get calls like this too. Uh, my uh, son passed away yesterday. He was torn out of our house by a gator, pulled him into the swamp, and I was wondering if you'd get some Skinner on for us. What? How is fucking Skinner gonna make this? Any fucking said, could you please put on Skinner? Non-stop, there's yeah. cooking enough Skinner. Every fucking day, there was some fu- kind of fucking funeral <laughs> request for Freebird. Jesus Christ. It's just... You got enough of the fucking song. Why are you requesting every day? Um, Lance, you're on my face. Hey, Ron, I got a, a quick question. Who, who's the chick that I hear laughing in the background? That's one of my many, many groupies. I bring a lot of groupies in here to giggle in the background. That's the way I fucking roll. No, there's nothing wrong with laughter. Every other fucking show in the world has some kind of laughter. We don't laugh at each other here. Like, you could do a thing where Fez and I try to make me laugh. We never, we'll never sell a laugh for each other. No. Hicks giggles away because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Well, laugh. It's fun. It's yeah. radio. Come on. So what? So you fake laugh? No, there's no fake laugh. It's real. Is it? Or is from, this like from when the you watch Fox Sports and they're just fucking cracking up and slamming the table? <laughs> That's the shit. No more. If, if you didn't know... What humor was, and just saw the way people laugh, you would think to yourself that Terry Bradshaw is the funniest guy in the world because the way they laugh at him on there. Um, here is uh, Tim. Tim, you're on first. Hey guys, uh, my friend from just north of south of the border, he called in earlier, um, and he was trying to get me, I think, hooked up with Fez. First of all, Peppy, uh, you are way off on my voice. Uh, I don't talk anything like you are talking like. And second of all, I just want to assure everyone, I am not gay. I am not gay. I do not want to touch Fez's cock in any way. So I just want to let people know, thank you so much for clearing, clearing that up for me. I've never heard anything gayer. Well, why wouldn't we just take the guy's word? I think he's too interested in all of it. Oh, why do we have to accuse each other of any sexuality, either being not gay or gay? Why does it still make a difference? Look, it's the 90s, all right? No, it's the fucking 90s. We're past that. It's hammer time. Why are we still talking about who's gay and who's not? Kurt Cobain just died. No, that was years ago, dude. Now, seriously, do you care who's gay or not? What would I care? Mm. Now, when I was a kid... All the fucking great gay guys, uh, Lou Reed, Bowie, Iggy, all quit. <laughs> they just one day said... They um, dabbled. I am, yeah, they went from gay to, uh, now I'm married to a supermodel. Yeah, they all found... So what's the difference? There is none. And then you would have to, you would have to secretly listen to that away from neighborhood guys. Or they'd be like, why well, you listen to faggot music? <laughs> You're going, I'm not. I'm listening to the same music as you guys. I fucking fit in totally. 
Don't worry, dude. Because the whole thing about being an individual, and I'm going to tell this, the kids out there, be an individual away from the crowd, <laughs> not near the crowd. If you're near the crowd, they'll fucking roll it. When you're in the crowd, just go like this. I fucking agree 100%. You fucking guys are right. <laughs> this is the best. Thoroughgood. I love it. But then when you get home, listen to what you want to listen to. Yeah, private time. Don't get fucking beat up over your music. Fuck that. Higgs, what kind, did you have music that you hid from your friends when you were younger? Uh, yeah, I, I fucking loved ska when I was in high school. And I know fucking people are like, what the fuck is that shit? No, dude. Bullshit. It's hysterical. What what was your fucking scum? Oh, you, real big fish, baby. Real big fish. Yeah, but when they you were on MTV, <laughs> it's the shit. Dan 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 dan. Mm -hmm. Would you be one of those guys? You just fucking was moshing around, going fucking crazy. It was the fucking best in the fucking mid nineties, I guess it was. Yes. Right. I saw a fucking real big fish show, and I'm not even kidding you. They fucking ripped it up. They it got really fucking popular for like I don't know what two years, if, maybe not even that long, but it was fucking huge. I know when you had your fucking Less Than Jake fucking shirt that sure. you're so fucking proud of. <laughs> I think fucking Liam has a Less Than Jake tattoo. I understand that because he told me, he goes, "Hey, Save Ferris is coming." And I go, "I don't know, dude. <laughs> it might be fucking." That was big at the same time that that whole kind of cherry popping daddy's head were bringing back a big band. Yeah, band. big band shit. Yeah, and then somehow they tried to. Fucking play back and get yeah it never worked. No, no, it, it fell miserably. But hey, it was a good run. Was it really? I guess. Let's bring this music up a little bit. Did you used to play brass at your house and try to fucking play along? Let's bring it down. Here's fucking Hicks. Did you used to wear a fucking hat too? Like you were wearing one of those fucking... Little pork pie hats or yeah. the fuck? Sure, yeah. All right. And then you had like one black friend who also fucking uh, dyed his hair blonde. That was always a thing. We got one black guy in our band, but his hair is dyed blonde. Yeah. Franklin used to be that fucking guy for other people. Uh, Adi, you're in Memphis. Hey, what's up, guys? None of your business. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, back when I was in college on my radio show, I did a live broadcast on South of the Border. It was... Uh, pretty interesting the amount of people that the interesting people that come through that place oh god I, I, that's a really great idea now what colleges did you go to i went up to uh, wentworth up in boston but i got i got a radio show now but we don't do quite uh extreme stuff as uh, i did back then uh, i did get a hooker out of the deal though that, that was pretty cool so there's hookers at south of the border there's tons of them once you go past eight o'clock at night once the sun goes down there's that uh pedro's hot dog thing with that big giant uh which is the, la the largest uh Freestanding sign east of the Mississippi. Fun fact. I have no idea that uh, that's true. That's yeah, it's, it's, fucking, it's, it's a great fucking place. Um, hook is, uh, you know, any drug in the sun you want there. It's uh, pretty extreme. All right, man. Um, send us the thing of your show one time. I'd like to hear it. Let's go over here to uh, Chris. Chris, you're on Manifest. Oh, uh, yeah, Ronnie. Uh, I was out fishing with my brother, and storm came up on us, and ocean took him. 
I just wanted you to play Ooh, That Smell by, by Skinner. All right, this one goes out by a request, a little Skinner. All Skinner request times. These fuckers, they thought Skinner healed everything. Fucking love this shit. Yeah, they did. Was that the first big Southern band, Skinner? Uh, Allman Brothers. Oh, Allman Brothers, okay, yeah. And then Creedence, in a weird way, they're not, but they like... They had kind of the founders adopted of or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, there's always been Texas bands. Yeah. But I don't think that gets thrown into the <laughs> the normal Southern rock. No, that's like fucking country or outlaw country, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, but even before that, like Buddy Holly was a Texas guy and the Crickets. But Almond Brothers, I think, were the first that brought that whole thing together and then Skinner picked up the fucking mantle and just ran with it. <laughs> and how many, what, one's left alive, I guess? One guy's left in the band touring? And even he doesn't feel good. <laughs> but they're all still out there as Skinner, and they kind of look like Skinner. Yeah. I mean, they okay. got nephews and cousins and... Fuck yeah. Lookalikes. They're not pulling no Journey bullshit where fucking this amazing guy... Dude, I saw a thing with fucking the... I think he's a Filipino. A fucking... No. An S? Yeah, I'm not sure where exactly he is. Now I want to say, because they went back to his fucking thing. But he is the Asian Steve Perry. And he is like this really great story of a guy who was like, he, like he was like starving in his home country and chased and all. And he was like sleeping in graveyards and listening to Journey music. What? And he's like, one day I want to fucking be in Journey. And like his dream came true. And now he's over there helping like little sick kids. Wow. Good for him. What country is he from, Fuzz? The Philippines. But he's like the greatest guy in the Philippines now. Nice. They should elect him to some sort of cabinet position. T-Bone, you're my Fuzz. I need to get a song on for my late departed dog. I pitted him against an alligator. Alligator took him. Mm. Wondering if you could hear the uh, ballad of Kurslow. This is a made-up story that they claim is true. Well, I how some magical black man taught them the blues. Cool.
Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Maybe for the people on the East Coast that have never, never been to Chicago, maybe I can hook you up with some Ronnie B. Cupcakes. What? Be the first people on the East Coast. Holy shit. To rock Ronnie B. Cupcakes. The Ronnie B. Cupcake is a thing of legend. It is a legend. And deliciousness. And yet, Hicks, here on the other side, you say to yourself, well, I don't live in Chicago. Mm -mm, No, I don't. I'm in New York. Maybe I can do something for the fans that really want to try one. People that like... uh, Here's what I did. These are the two best foods in the world. Is the peanut butter candy cake. Mm Mm-hmm. And the butterscotch crimpet. What I said to them over at Molly's, I said, here's the three flavors we need. Yeah. Chocolate and peanut butter and, of course, butterscotch. Because I used to take the two best cupcakes. Yeah. And what are they, Hicks? That is the... Peanut butter. Peanut butter candy cake Mm -hmm. and the butterscotch crimpet. What I would do is I'd take both of them. And then I would duct tape them together. Wow. To eat them. You'd eat the duct tape too? I'd actually spit pieces of the duct tape out. Okay. But now, thanks to new technology, we've centered them. Very, very soon. Very, very soon, we're going to announce how you can get it. And would be first open to the virus fans. Holy shit. This is huge. This is fucking crazy. No one on the East Coast had this fucking cupcake. Beast Coast, I like to say. Uh Uh-huh. And it's so goddamn good. It's so good, you'll swear that you're Chinese. Mm -hmm. That's what we like to say. Yeah. Because everything they eat tastes good. Fezzi, you're back in the zone today. We feel like we got you back after all this time. Well, I'll tell you, there's this, with the debt ceiling stuff going on. Okay. And trying to figure that out. I found this website that has just scared the hell out of me. Okay. It's uh, crisis11.com. Crisis11. And it's this business, uh, this business and economics expert. And just saying, basically, we're headed for an apocalypse in the next year that isn't like the Mayan one. It's just like an all-economic one. What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking, this, uh, this website, crisis11.com. And just saying that with well, what are they saying? Well, that with the that's it. It's that that an event is coming. What kind of event? An economic event that's but going. But what, what exactly is an economic event? I don't even know what this is. Like the stock market crash. Okay. You know something like that. We are going to have a crash. We're going to have something. Yes. There's going to be. But what does he mean by something? Give me the specifics so I can guard myself. See, that's what I don't have yet. That's what I'm not uh, aware of. Well, give me the website again. Crisis11.com. My God, that's an awful crisis. So that's going to happen this year. Yeah, yeah. In the next, yeah, in the next eleven months, this thing's going to happen. Well, why would they call it Crisis Eleven? Well, because it could start in 2011 and go into 2012. Okay. So, but apparently with all the debt and everything that's been piling up, yeah. we're going to start seeing things like, you know, $8 gallons of milk. What? $5 loaves of bread. Gas prices just going completely insane. How much would a certs be then? A cert would probably be like $10 a piece, not even a roll. 
So we're looking at like fucking $200 certs now. If you want a whole package. Yeah. And it goes on to talk about, you know, just how our government has made all the wrong decisions financially for this country. And the guy that's put the site together, he's predicted some of the things that have gone on in the past that have already gotten us into a mess. He predicted the past? No, before they happened. He predicted the past before the past happened. Exactly. That's Benjamin Button stuff. Before it became the past. What? So, and then he says that, you know, with the economics getting so bad that it could also affect our personal safety in this country. Like, we are just headed for hell. I understand what you're saying, that there's just going to be roving gangs. Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to be such a mess. I already picked out the gang that I'm joining. Which one? Cannibals. I'm going to be living with cannibals. They're the ones that are going to have the food. Thank you. What gang are you going to run with? Some kind of hippies? Oh, yeah. Why not? I'll have a join a commune. I don't like that. Oh. All right. So it's Crisis 11 is where that video is. It's a video or it's a website? It's a website that contains a video about America's economic decline and how everybody's financial security is just going to be out the window. Uh, Phil, you're on my fist. Hey, Ronnie B, I know what uh, Fez is talking about, this uh, debt ceiling coming up. If we don't raise it and pay some interest on these loans, we're going to default on these loans, and, uh, you know, we're going to be pretty much like uh, a negligent, uh, you know, loan carrier. We're going to... Well, who will we owe the money to? The fucking China, fucking anybody who's, uh, uh, you know, loaned us money in the past. Well, why don't we just play this game? Hey, we don't have it. Sorry, we don't well, have that, No, that, what we what do I, have is a military. So why don't you come over here and try that, to take it off of us? That, that's basically what uh, we're deciding if we're going to do or not here in the next couple of weeks. And well, if we I also have it, another idea I'd like to do. We either sell Alaska or Hawaii, one of the we, not connected could, states. <laughs> what do you think we're going to get more money for? I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in Alaska. There's a lot of resources and whatnot. But the other than... Here's the one resource that you don't have in Alaska is women. Yeah. There's no one up there that's attractive. It's a dude party. And then you get to Hawaii, they don't have shit for resources except for dope and hot women. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they'll get more money. We could just drop them a couple of trillion and we'll be good for another year. I don't know where we're going to get a trillion right now, seriously. I saw that thing the other day that Apple computers have more money than America, and I'm like, yeah. well, then America's got to start getting into the download music business. Yeah, let's fucking get that's some... where the real cash is. I America tunes or whatever. American tunes. Yeah. Um, Sean, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Best Ronnie B quote ever. Kill our debtors. Kill them all. If if we owe them money, and then we kill them. Then we don't owe money anymore. No more debt. Perfect. But really, is there anything to stop us from selling off a state or two? Particularly, I never really saw Hawaii or Alaska as true states. They're not connected to the other 48. All the other 48 are connected to each other properly. Yeah. Like a crossword puzzle. I think you would probably get a better price for Hawaii. I don't know. You got oil and gold and all kinds of stuff up in Alaska. And it's 
big as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people who that live in Alaska who ain't seen most of it. Where most places you go to, people are like, I'm so sick of this place. People in Alaska are like, I started heading north and then it got cold and I came back. Jesus Christ. Where there's people in Hawaii, they've seen all of Hawaii. Yeah. All you gotta do is watch one episode of Lost. Um, let's go over to uh, Donnie. Donnie, you're on the Ronifest show. Hey, Ronifest. I, I am, as a fan, as a listener, I'm begging for your support with the Nassau Coliseum Project. I know it's a little off topic, but we we really need these people to vote yes and keep Long Island healthy and rich and keep this hockey team here. I'm just the opposite. I want the island just to leave, and I want you guys to have zero sport. No reason for it other than I just don't think you guys deserve anything. Then tear down the Coliseum. Not only that, but tear down the Hamptons. Okay. Just fucking firebomb it. I didn't know that they were in uh, that they might lose the Islanders. I like to see them get the Jets. I hate the Giants and Jets playing in the same place. That's weird, yeah. Oh, by the way, I got an email from uh, Eastside Dave. Hmm? He wants to know if he can be an Eagles fan this year because he thinks the Giants are going four and twelve. Yeah, it's gonna. It's and I said, welcome aboard. <laughs> It's fucking hard not to be a fan, and Jesus Christ, that team's ridiculous right now. Well, what did you grow up? Did you, were you a Giants guy or a Jets guy? Um, I didn't fucking grow up any sort of football fan. So, I, I mean, the, the, when I really got into football was when I started playing fantasy. But I guess I don't really but like... you were always a baseball guy, right? Yeah. But I guess I would say I'm a Jets fan, because I really don't like the fucking Giants for some reason. So, I, yeah. I'm a, I mean, the I Giants don't, seem I don't like a really corporate like team. Ryan. It's kind of a dick. But yeah. fuck the Giants. I'm not a Giants fan. Everyone I know is, though. Giants are Cowboys fans, and you're from fucking Brooklyn. I don't like anybody from Brooklyn who likes the Cowboys. <laughs> Those people are dead. No Anyone sense. who likes the Cowboys is dead to me. And there's Even no people who grew up in Dallas. I feel like they didn't have to. Um, here's uh, Charlie Yarman first. What's up, bitches? You know, uh, Hawaii's a tough sell because, you know, people are always going to be worried about the Jets coming back for round two, a surprise attack. Um, first of all, Fez, Ray in Pittsburgh said that that thing, Crisis 11, mm -hmm. is on Sirius. They actually advertise here. So maybe we could uh, talk to somebody from there. I can't understand how they would know how quickly it was all going to come apart, though. Um, this is the guy, Artie from Boston, who's got a podcast as right now every american has their own podcast yep i'm doing a podcast right now about other podcasts oh cool and it's like i'm ranking podcasts during every one of my podcasts and all my guests are other podcasters wow and then i go on their podcast okay and guests there wow it's all fucking intertwined podcasting game that's what Fez is talking about. This whole thing could fall apart in the American apocalypse now. Oh, hopefully um, podcasts. Eric's show is live every Thursday night at 10.30 to 12 a.m. If you could plug us, that would fucking rock. They're at aeradioshow.com. 
You guys and ONA are basically what we base our show on. You guys rock. We're going to air the South of the Border segment this week. Hell yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, there you have it. A podcast. Finally, a a listener podcast out there. I like when a podcast will just play music. I'm like, I have my own music. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, listen to mine. No, this is is serious. This is a good fucking mixtape. It is not even a tape either. No, no, yeah. It's just basically them playing their computer for you over your computer. (laughs) Like, this is like having a girlfriend. You're going to love my taste in music. We just know it. And that's why out of a podcast. (laughs) Um, Turtle, you're on my fuzz. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Um, USA Rugby is going to be playing Japan at the end of the month as a lead-up game, a warm-up game for the uh, Rugby World Cup that starts uh, in September. So maybe we get a little payback. Who won the last Rugby World Cup? Last one was uh, South Africa. They beat England, who was the defending champion. Oh, yeah, that's when they had Matt Damon playing for him, right? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. He brought South yeah. Africa together. They, uh, the U.S. is also warming up against Canada, and they're in the pool uh, this year for the World Cup against Russia. And we've beaten Russia, what, two of the last uh, three times we played? Two of the last three. We've taken yeah. two out of three from... Good. All right, how right, well buddy. are we going to do? Are we going to medal in this thing? Uh, we'll be lucky to advance. But wow. we will probably beat Russia, and we've got Italy in our pool, too, and they've really kind of fallen off. So, you know, if we put together a stellar performance against Italy, uh, I might be able to pull that off as well. All right, I love international sports. So I want you to update me every time this is on TV. Uh, okay. And then let's go the USA. Hey, NBC's broadcasting the final game. Perfect. All, All right, right, my friend. Cheers. Rugby World Cup, we got to win this. We, we don't care to. about the United States of America. This is going to be the thing that makes America great again. Good. Because I'm tired of feeling shitty. Well, I always felt shitty because we didn't have the the rugby world champions. That's the only. That's all my pride right now is tied up with rugby. Good. And some we're... MMA. <laughs> Just some? Yeah. No, and yet? No. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy. Yes. I'm not too worried about this financial calamity you're talking about. I'm pretty sure you're just going to find the money on the street to save us. Fez, why don't you explain to people that story? Well, uh, my father, when he was alive, he used to keep a yeah, collection. I'm glad you killed your father, Fez. Good job. There seems to be a baby crying in the background there. Yes, there is a baby. There's two of them, actually. Who would rather be fatherless? All right, go ahead, Fez. Tell your story. So my father, he used to keep a collection of change and money that he would find just walking around. So he would never spend it. It just all went in one particular bank. And he just wanted to see exactly how much he could possibly find over the course of his lifetime. So since he's passed... How much did he find? Um, I think... Almost $6. Yeah, it was a little bit more than that. How much? But not much. I think he had about like thirty-eight dollars, something like that. Thirty-eight dollars over the course of his life. So when he, I found a hundred dollars myself one time. So this was all mostly pennies and stuff. It was when you know when he had started doing it. So um, after he passed away, uh, the day uh, the day after he passed away, I was in the subway and found a five-dollar bill. Just uh, sitting so there. So you're almost catching him out of a lifetime 
You're only 33 bucks away from doing this. Pretty yeah. Nice. So I, anytime I find any money on the street, any quarter, nickel, or dime, or penny, mm-hmm. I just think it's, uh, you know, my dad just saying hello. Now, do you honestly believe that, or is it just a thing? Do you honestly believe that he's doing that? Yeah, I think it's him. See, the thinking is what is, it reminds me of, do you have the faith or not? Is your dad leaving you money in the street? Oh, yes. Yes, uh, he is. What, is. what does he want those things to be? I think uh, just reminders of him. <clears throat> but there's like no message that he's saying? Uh, no, no, not that uh, I'm aware of. Just that, you know, he's, uh, that he's still around. That's very nice. I think, that, I think that's all it is to it, that he just, you know, wants us to know that, hey, I'm still around. Now, the cool thing there is you didn't even believe in an afterlife until your dad died. Right, yeah. And then what happened? Then I just, uh, it felt like he had to be somewhere. And it just felt like, and when I found the $5 bill, that was, to me, that was just like a big sign that he was still in existence somewhere in some form. Do you, when's the last time you found something from him? Um, uh, let's see, I probably found a dime like two weeks ago. And you felt that was him? Yeah. Yeah. You don't think it was anybody else, like dropping a dime, or he's making people drop dimes, or those pennies from heaven? No, those are just pennies from heaven. (laughs) So nobody even dropped them. Those things were manufactured in a different plane. Yeah, they're just showing up there. Wow. Now, holy shit, something just dropped. What is that? There's a dollar. Holy oh, shit! Oh my god! Wow. Fucked up. That's a big denomination. He must really, really be here. You, you <laughs> must be the most loved boy ever. You must have the best dad in heaven. Would you give me cash? What's the most that your dad's given you? Five. Five. Yeah, that's the absolute most. Now it's down to a dime. Yeah, dime, uh, mostly pennies. Now, if someone said to you, Fez, that change was always on the street, you just weren't looking for it, and a lot of people will look at their pennies and dimes and throw them on the street because they don't want to carry them around because they're basically worthless, what would you say to them? I'd say, no, they're from my father. Nope, that's, uh, that's my father just leaving a little hello for me. Um... You get mad if somebody else picks up the hellos from your father? Like some other kid will see a quarter and pick it up? Will you put that down? That's from my dad? See, to me, I think that's still the same message. If I see someone else picking it up, I go, oh, that's uh, some change that got left there by my dad. And he saw, he let me see someone else pick it up. It's still getting, it's still someone picking up money off the street. So I still think it's my father if I'm there to see it. Right. Do you ever do this? You ever go to the bank and then go, my dad loves me so much, he left all this money in here. That's how much my dad loves me. Look at my wallet. What your dad said. Hello, Fess. Never forget me. Um, here is uh, Greg. Greg, you're on my Fez. I think Fez's dad must be on vacation because I found 50 cents in Ocean City, Maryland on the boardwalk yesterday. Not bad. Your dad, 
is traveling around working money miracles for other people. I would say that guy found that money so that he would call the show and tell me about it. So That's a message from my father. So now, anyone who finds money anywhere, it's coming from your dad. Yeah, I think it, yes. It's everyone is uh, just a hello from my dad. Now, even Chinese kids, if they find money, yen, who's that from? That's uh, from my dad if I hear about it. Wow. So he's kind of money Santa Claus. Or the tooth fairy... For people with perfect teeth. Without having to give up a molar. Um, here's uh, Carl, you're on Fez. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Fez. I was going to ask you, uh, what happens if you spot a dollar on the ground and then uh, just before you go to grab it, a homeless guy rushes in and picks it up? Are you going to have it out and tell a homeless guy that was, that was your money? Are you there, Victor, for you? No, no, because I'm still seeing money get picked up off the ground. It's still the same message, whether I get it in my pocket or not. And the message is just hello from beyond. Yeah, just hello. Mm. Well, the great thing is, well, you know what? I have a grandmother who says hello to me by raining. And whenever it rains, I know that's her saying hello. Oh, man. And then sometimes I'll go like this. I guess the weatherman knows when she's going to say hello to me. Yes, she's talking to him, too. Yeah, sometimes. To the, um, let's go over here to uh, Baron, you're on the run Baron, you're on the run Fest show. Oh, hey, Ronnie. Uh, I was just going to see what's your opinion of the new uh, soccer coach uh, for the men's national team. Well, I'm going to make this prediction here today. The... Men's soccer team, the USA team, will never lose another game. All right, that means we're going to beat Mexico next week then, huh? We destroy Mexico next week, and that picks it up. We win the World Cup, and we keep on winning every World Cup that ever happens. What? From now into affinity. That's batshit crazy. I feel really good about this coach, though. I mean, Damn. really good. Not only that, but every game we're going to win by like 11 or 12 goals. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, here's Eric, you're on Fez. Hey, Ron, hey, Fez. Fez, your dad left me money on the ground that I had a message. It said, in God we trust. Is that freaky or what? That sounds like him. It sounds like him? He was very trusting in God. Right, but you know that that message was on the, on the bill before yeah. your dad died. Yeah. Um, I always think... Of your dad whenever I see a shark go vertical. Like on Shark Week. That's awesome. When I think of a shark coming out of the water, I think that's Fez's dad pushing him out of the water. So your dad's making money in heaven. Yeah, bit by bit. Penny by penny, I guess. He keep, keeps him busy? Well, I guess it's something to do. What else is he doing in heaven, you think? I think he's I I think he's singing because the the baby uh my little niece was talking about her pop dying that pop died and said that he doesn't eat anymore he doesn't have to have food anymore because he died but he sure does sing even though he doesn't eat he sure is singing and I wondered if there was like a little baby connection to heaven there yeah. And he's singing. Yeah, he is. Only babies can hear him now. 
It's almost like a dog whistle. That's how it is. Um, here's Tyler. You're on my Fez. Ronnie, how you doing, buddy? Fez, I got a question for you. Have you ever heard the theory about ass pennies? No, I haven't. It, yeah, people, like especially really successful people, they'll take uh, rolls of pennies, and they'll stick each one up their ass, and then they'll circulate them. So when they go about town, they know other people have touched their ass pennies, and it gives them a mental advantage over them. So are you telling me your dad's presents from heaven for you are ass pennies? That's kind of fucked up, man. I don't think I'm getting any ass pennies. How are you doing with your dad passing away? Not good. Even with all the money you've been making? Yeah, just... A lot of nightmares. Aww. What are your nightmares about? Just him screaming at me. I'm yelling at you? So every time you see a penny now, it must be almost frightening. I tried to think that's a good thing. Mm. Well, why don't you take it this way? That if you have a dream and your dad's screaming at you, it's just him being nice from heaven. Did he scream at you in real life? No. Mm-mm. What's he screaming about you for in your nightmare? It's um, it's a bunch of different things. It's been going on for weeks. Um, things like you're not taking care of your sister. Um, well, that's true. You're not taking care of one thing or another. Um, sometimes he just tells me to kill myself. Your dad tells you that? Did you tell your shrink? <laughs> what did the shrink say? Um, that... It's just me, that it's my anger being projected, my anger over losing my dad being projected through him in a dream, that it's not obviously him telling me to do this. And Do you think you have... At me. Yeah. Well, but it happens just about every night. I just don't sleep. Right. But um, here's the thing. Are you anger, angry? Is this an anger thing? Because I know, like, people always say we're sad. But I do think there is a certain amount of anger that comes along when someone dies. Um, I never, like, outwardly felt angry. But the, you I'm, know, I know I just, that you didn't. But the fact that... So it's, it's, an, it's hard for me to imagine. Yeah. I mean, I know he was, like, got really sick. Really, really fast. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know there was nothing he could do about it. Um, so, well, I, 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 what I'm saying is I don't feel like I'm angry for him, you know, like leaving my mom or anything like, or leaving us. Nobody or, have to say, the anger doesn't mean angry at him. It could just be angry at the circumstances itself. Oh, yeah. Angry at the whole game. Maybe yeah. that's where the frustration comes from. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. 
It's just, it's just angry over losing him in general. Yeah, absolutely. Of not having him around. Right. Of just the simple uh, unfairness, what it feels like sometimes just to be in life. You know? Just to be mortal. Uh-huh. But the stuff that your your dad is screaming at you about, he wasn't a guy who screamed at you when he was alive. Never. Uh-uh. So do you ever say to him, now why you got to start this, now that I can't answer you back? Or do you believe it every time it's a dream? Um, I usually wake up crying. Um, I've tried to, like, converse with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where is this coming from? You know, that sort of, why are you doing this? Yeah. And... That's about the time he'll say, oh, I've had it, and, like, kind of storm off. Like, he doesn't, in the dream, a a dialogue doesn't get going. Mm. No. So, what's your strength think that you should do? Um, He thinks that I should just try, you know, talk, you know, Uh, How can you set yourself up consciously in the dream? No, like talk to him more before I go to sleep. Mm. Like just throw something out, you know, know, offer him... Money? Peace. Offer him money that that makes so much. Uh, Can I just give you a thing? It might be weird. uh Hicks and I could do an inception and we'll fucking come into your dream world. Yeah, just find out what's going on. But I'll tell you this right now. He better not fucking start screaming at me once I get in there. It's weird. I mean, when when this gets going, he just gets really mad. Uh, you can't talk to him. You can't talk to your dream dad anymore. He's all about temper. He can't be dealt with. Uh, Rick, you're running fuzz. Rick, we got you, buddy? Nick from Philly? Whatever. Go ahead. Hey, Ron. How you making out, brother? Good. Coincidentally speaking about finding money, uh, money's been washing up on the beaches in Washington State for years. CNN just broke a story that uh, they got some big leads on the D.B. Cooper case. See, I always wanted to believe that D.B. Cooper got away with it. Yeah. But you're saying bones? I'm not positive what they're getting at, but there's some breaking news that uh, they had some really big leads on uh, what happened. Yeah, I never believe him. I've heard big leads in the D.B. Cooper case my whole life. Yeah, the the thing is promising leads, and they sent it to... They found, like, a fingerprint or some DNA, and they're Mm -hmm. having it fucking looked at. Having what looked at? The DNA? I guess. Trying to match it with some cigarette they found that he smoked on the plane before he... uh, They haven't found some 50-year-old cigarette or 40-year-old cigarette. No, they had it from the the original thing. They have it, like, on ice or whatever the fuck. Oh, okay. And then they found some other guy's DNA they think that might be D.B. Cooper, so they're going to try to match it up with that, and they found, like, a tie he wore. That's fucking... Before he threw himself off the fucking plane. Here is uh, the radio shark. Go ahead, shark. Fez, who told you there was only 38 bucks in that 55-gallon drum of coins? Was it your dear sister?
he recorded that himself? I guess. It's really fucking funny. Fez pick up the quarter. Fez, look, there's a dime. Where's our parody guy? Why isn't he all over this thing? Um, here's Chris Sherman of Fez. Yeah, Fezzy. My dad leaves me gifts to find, too. It's dog shit. Because he was a miserable fucking prick. And every time I step in dog shit, I say, Oh, thanks, asshole. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe that guy. I think dog shit comes from a dog's ass, not from fucking heaven. Hey, you never know. Then again, I think money comes from mints, but I'm not going to say that to Fez right now. You know what uh, I love about you, Fezzy? What's that? You always bring fun to the show. Lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. Are you still carrying around the certs? Your dad's certs? Yep. Let me see him. I don't know whether you're aware of the six. This is... Your dad always had certs, and you... You got the final pack out of his yeah pocket, and I've been eating them every day. Well, these aren't the official last pack, right? Right, yeah. Where do you keep them? Under glass? Yeah, uh, those are just put away somewhere with this somewhere. ring. Somewhere. Just I just have them in a box in my house. Remember when you lost that ring and I told you exactly where to find it? That it was at the shrink's office in the couch. Did you bring that up to your family? Oh no. Dude, I want to get the word out that I'm like this fucking genius. I'm like the mentalist. No, I didn't say that I lost that ring. I felt stupid enough losing it to begin with. I told you exactly where it was going to be. Then you waited three days before you went. That didn't make any sense. Hicks, I was like amazing. Like I deducted it where it was. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Some Sherlock Holmes shit. Who's Sherlock Holmes? Well, he was a literary character from fucking, I don't know, 1800s, and he, like, solved crimes and whatnot. Who wrote the stories? No clue. Thank. Very famous name. Probably, but I, I can't. I can't think of the name. Robert Louis Stevenson? I don't know. No, it's fucking retarded, isn't it? Yeah, it is retarded. <laughs> I knew that was retarded coming out of my mouth. But, but you said it anyway. Yeah. Fuck it. It could, it could have been right. You're lucky you're not on that 101 ways to leave a game show. Good, I'm glad. Have you seen that yet? No, I've heard about it. Someone can't fucking um, answer a question, so they drag him off with a biplane. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's the stupidest show ever. <laughs> and yet I haven't it's turned it off. It's just trivia? Yeah. No. It's trivia, but if you miss a question, they throw you out of a fucking plane. That's kind of cool, I guess. For you. <laughs> so who did you tell about me solving this fucking crime? Crime against humanity. No one but uh, the radio show. Why wouldn't you tell your uh, family? Because I didn't want them to think I had lo uh, I'm so stupid I'm losing that ring. Oh, some of them didn't want you to have the ring? No, but it would have been like, you know, if, uh, you know why yeah, give it to someone who's going to lose it? Yeah, but give it to someone you're going to lose it, but your friend is like the mentalist, where he could just fucking hear a story and tell you exactly where it was. And it was right there. Yeah. It was in the cushions of that couch. I was very fucking proud of that. And now, like, I'm living in obscurity with it. That's, that's, no one knows. I'm like the fucking D.B. Cooper of Mentalist. What? Tying everything together from one show. <laughs> well, no one knows who D.B. Cooper is. Oh, yeah. The guy pulled off the only time anyone's ever robbed a plane and so jumped awesome. out. So awesome. That's fucking this shit. Love it. He should be, like, the most famous guy ever, much like me with my Mentalist thing with Fez. Except... 
Here, I thought I was going to be a hero to your family. It's just the opposite. They're like, well, Ron hasn't figured anything out. Oh, I fucking haven't? Hmm. Here's a ring. In a fucking couch. Somewhere in the city. You know, your dad came to me in a dream once. Really? Yeah. What'd he say? He didn't say anything. We just fucked around with each other a little bit and then left. <laughs> and I woke up feeling really weird about it. But, you know, I thought it's just a dream. It's not real. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'd just been listening to, coming home, listening to fucking Diamond Dogs on a fucking thing. So, yeah, you know, maybe it was Bowie fixation. But, no, he was in my dream. What happened? I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to weird you out. All right. I Plus, mean, I don't even they know. weird me out to begin with. I mean, with, do, so. you, do you even believe in that kind of dream thing? I mean, do you think that your dad could come to me in a dream? Yeah, I think if he thought, you know, there was something to say that, you know, then I'm, I would listen to you from. It felt like it was. It felt that way. But anyway, your dad came to me and it was very peaceful. It was none of the screaming that you had. And he said to me, he said... You're more of a son to me than my real son. Please take that ring and hock it and get money for it. Wow. So you're going to give Ron the ring? Yeah, you should. For your dad's wishes. Yeah. What are you going to spend the money on? And then he also said, have all that found money brought to you from my son. Even money that he finds in his own bank account. It sounds like this is shit that should be happening. It's pretty specific. Yeah. So could you do that? Or are you going against them? Wow. I'll go against them. <gasps> Again? Like in my dream. And then he also said he's not doing a good job of taking care of his sister. And he goes, would you take care of him? And I go like this. I mean like take care of him, take care of him? Because I was like doing the whole Pulp Fiction yeah, thing. Yeah. I was trying to go in that fucking thing. Did he, did he like that? Yeah, he did. He's going, what a great movie. He goes, this play is almost in a loop in heaven. That's awesome. Then he says he's so tired of making coins. He hopes to one day get in the paper. Um, here's Mike. Mike, you're on the Run Fest show. Ronnie B., I'll change the subject here a little. Uh, last night on Netflix, I watched that uh, The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. I don't know if you got to yeah, I've seen to it. take a peek at that. Great. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to hear your opinion. I'll take it off the air. But that that fucking movie is a mind fuck, man. I mean, watching it high, too, it's just insane. Dude, first of all, you could have pointed a fucking camera at anyone in West Virginia and had the same movie. Yeah. Uh, you're probably right. But, I mean, the, the, the one stupid idiot blowing the lines of... Blowing the rails of coke off the fucking end table in the hotel minutes after she gave birth. That's the most insane thing I've ever seen in a it movie. It was a coke. Yeah. yeah busting up oxys. Yeah. So it gets oh, into the bloodstream faster. Coke? No, yeah, it was pills. Like fucking Percocets, ox guns. Oh, I, I like how that one thing that they just decided that the one crazy sister was the attractive one. Yeah. <laughs> She's the pretty one. I'm like, I couldn't tell them apart. I'm going to have to take your word for it. Um... Let's go over here to Izzy. Izzy, you're on my face. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing today? Yeah. Uh, I just was, uh, I was, I thought it might help everybody. I'm going to Chicago this week. Chi-Town, the Windy City? Chi-Town, baby. Second city, the city with the big shoulders? 
You know that this Rodney Feet. Town, my kind of town, Chicago is. Chicken it's and your, cod and go. Chicago. It's your fucking town, baby. Uh, I was just wondering if you can give us a heads up uh, on some good place to eat. I, I know Fez had the stick, and I didn't really want to steal his thunder. I figured I'd hold for a while. I'm going to actually put up, if you go over to the thing, I'm going to put it up on 202 Friends. I'll I'm, be over I'm, there. As a Ron Barrington recommends. I appreciate it, Ronnie B. All right, peace. All right, because I'm going through this with every town with people now. Hey, they call up like, where like am, constantly. Where am I going? What am I fucking Yelp? Where am I fucking going? No, you're not Yelp. You're Ron Bangton. Buzz, is there anything that you're holding back from these fucking dreams? Uh, no, I think that's basically it. No, you feel better that you talked about it? Uh, no, it just makes me nervous that it's going to happen again tonight. <laughs> um, here's uh, Brad. You're on my fist. Hey, Ronnie, when you were a hero and found that phone in the cab, yeah. is it possible that you mentally deducted it was there, and that's why well, you're already the hero, but is that why you might have found it? The mentalist will solve crimes using mental abilities. It's the first time that's ever happened. So he's thinking and, like, yes. producing? Unlike most cops, he thinks it out. Really? Where most cops just try to hit minorities with sticks till one of them cracks. Wow, this guy's new school. The other day, Hicks and I were out smoking, and a cop walks by, you know, full uniform, beat cop. And Hicks goes, I smell bacon. Like, we're 14. Yeah. And the cop goes, like, I don't know what you mean here, that that's not a pig thing? Whatever. I fuck that side. I gotta let him know. But what was so? Why would you do it? What's the whole principle? Thing? <laughs> but I mean, here we are with two grown men, and we're not doing anything. We no. couldn't be arrested. Whatever. Why do you hate a cop walking by? Just it's what, what are they doing over here? <laughs> I'm trying to mind my own business. Cops walking around all over <laughs> the fucking place. I know, but see, they were minding you from people who aren't law-abiding citizens like yourself. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what, how I could make it easier for you to understand. You're uh, looking for criminals. You're not one. Yeah. No one was going to shake you. How does he fucking know that? He uses his mental abilities. See, I don't think that cop was a mentalist. I think he was just a minority being cop. You see yourself as a minority, <laughs> the last of the fucking hipsters. <laughs> oh no, there's plenty of them. I was actually talking about this today with my new best friend Sandra Bernhard. Nice. Uh, that there isn't like. We've actually pushed cool out of any fucking society things that we had, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, cool is no more. No. We it's are, embracing nerdiness and fucking... Yeah, everyone goes out of the way, I'm a real geek and a nerd. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you fucking keep that to yourself and then try to change? No. No, the people, they, they love it. It's fucking it's bad tattoos of fucking everything people like are all over their bodies. Just walk, walk down fucking Williamsburg. It's all you'll see. You know, uh, Zito was telling me today, the he said he doesn't like tattoos. I'm like, well, then you should see Hicks's chick. Oh, she doesn't have that many tattoos. How many tattoos she have? Three. Three giant ones, though, right? No. No. She's probably going to get more ink, but I don't know. That's fucking on her. Was she posing on a website? No, there was no posing. Is what? she rolling with the riot girls or whatever the fuck she's doing? <laughs> no. She still got the tackle on her face? She still has a nose piercing, yes. Was that a piercing or a hook? That was a piercing. Oh. It's a it reminded me of Shark Week. 
Why? Why is that? Well, you know how they're pulling that seal behind by its fucking nose. They have that fake seal. Oh. Did you watch any Shark Week last I, night? I have fucking got you watched. These sharks are invading our beaches. Really? Yeah. Like they know they want to come here and to fuck our shit up? Well, I think what's this. We have depleted seals so much, okay. their food supply, oh. that they have to leave the cold water and they're swimming around. Oh. That's sad. So not just eating humans left and right. Should I fucking panic? Yeah, there are a lot of shark. There are a lot of great white sharks in the East River. Oh fuck! I was planning on going in there, fucking on this weekend. Just waiting. Yeah. Did you see that guy that's invented the swimming pools in the East River, where it would what? just be this thing that you go, you put it out in the East River. I, it's almost like a square that you dip in, and it's got like. I picture like you just walked up to the fucking thing, and it's like a deck with a pool, right? Okay. He's taking the deck and just and just sticking oh, it out what there. the fuck? And it's kind of like a cage, and then you dive in the river, and he could have these out within two years. Oh, great. Can't fucking wait. What are you worried about? Being sucked out of it? Dirty fucking East River water. No. The river's getting really nice now. Mm, I don't trust. Was it, didn't it like a bunch of shit? Fucking flow into the fucking water like last week. It was an accident. That's gonna fucking clean up. I don't know if the, the I don't know if the shit's gonna clean up in there in time. You gotta start and believe a little bit. We're doing a save the river thing. Oh, wasn't aware of that. Um, here's Jim, Arkansas. You're on my fez. Ronnie B. Yeah. I was wondering if you'd seen the um, cop on over in Ohio. You know, they're going to shoot everybody in the face and all that when he pulled them over. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Don't you see a trend here with all these cops are all I call juiced up on the steroids, the big arm guys? Mm. Yeah, when you get out in a lot of these small towns, the cops are the same as a bouncer. There's not that yeah. big a difference. <laughs> they just pick a big guy and they give him free drinks and tell him that he's in charge. <laughs> and then he also has to check ID. Okay. I'm thinking they need to be tested for steroids. Who's going to test them? They're already the cops. <laughs> That's why, like, if you really like to drink and drive, you should be a cop. Because no one's going to pull over another cop. No, it's going to be fine. And they're always drinking. Nothing to worry about. I haven't pulled over cops before, and they went like this. What the fuck are you doing out of here? Whoa. Look, I'm liquored up, buddy. You're liquored up, no, not you me. Stink like, You're liquored up. You stink like whiskey. You see this badge? Yeah. Cop badge. I guess. That's cop badge. I think you're blacked out. You're blacked out! No, I'm sober. If I was just a, a cop, I would just constantly be flashing my fucking flash. You ever been pulled over and they just start to put a flashlight around like, go, ask me to turn on my light. <laughs> no. What? Why are you putting a flashlight on my face? Watch your hands. Oh, I hate that, though. I'm going to pull a gun. Yeah, because it's face. the old west. I'm going to draw on you. <laughs> Stop it. But you could easily drink and drive if you're a cop. Yeah, well, even if you get, they can pull, no one's going to fucking stop them or arrest them. It'll just be like, all right, just leave it off or whatever. Drive home drunk. Um, hey, Jonathan, you're on a Fez. Hi, Fezzy. What can um, we do for you? Yeah, I just, I'm a new listener because Howard Stern's on vacation, and I really like your guys' show. Well, he wouldn't be on this time of day anyway. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so I just. Where you come from, Canada? No, I'm uh, I'm from Southern California. I'm a I'm Mexican. 
So I just want to say you guys have a new fan out here in California. And mm-hmm. I just okay. What town you live in there in in Southern California? Riverside, California. I know Riverside very very well. Yeah, Hi, so my I friend. Just, Hold on, buddy. Right. We'll give you a DVD copy of season two of Eastbound and Down, which takes place in Mexico. What is that all about? Oh, Why would you give it to him? Shit. Well, we just. Yeah, thank we, you. We have to surprise people with Eastbound and Down Season 2. Let me ask you this. Why would you give it to a brand new listener, not a guy who's been listening forever? We'll have more. So every listener now is going to get one. No, not every listener. Uh, Hicks, did you... All right, so Jonathan. Fancy, I'm a virgin like you. I'm 30 years old and never had sex. You're never going to stop fucking rambling on. The fact that you won something, you don't even care. Fez can't even shake you out of whatever this characters that you're playing. No, I, 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 yeah, I would really appreciate it. I'm a big fan of Eastbound and Down. Yeah. You're going to love it. So it's Kenny Powers, uh, Eastbound and Down, Season 2 on DVD, all taking place in Mexico, where Kenny Powers goes to Mexico with his hombrecito, Stevie Jankowski, uh, ends up in jail, stealing cars, finds a hot senorita. All of that happening on Season 2 of Eastbound and Down, now available on DVD. Is this you again predicting the past for us? Uh, no, no, this already happened. I know, that's what I'm saying. So when Kenny Powers comes back, he comes back hard. You can own the hilarious and profane HBO series Eastbound and Down, the complete second season on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital download today, and experience Kenny Powers deep inside of Mexico. Mm. Must be 18 years or older and a listener subscriber, not open to residents of Alaska, Hawaii, or Canada. Well, isn't it already done? Yeah. Didn't you already give it to the guy? Yeah. Yep. Did he fit that criteria? Yes, he did. Well, who are you reading to? Just apparently I have to throw that out there. Let me see this. Who gave you this? Hicks. How many of these? I know, Hicks. <laughs> Where did they come from? Where did you get the, the fucking DVD seasons? Oh, that's uh, uh, Angela. Okay. How many of these are you giving out? Uh, four more. All right. So you're just going to do it randomly? Uh-huh. Yep. And what was your criteria for today out of all the... Callers. Well, the guy had mentioned Mexico. So I thought, all right, there's a nice tie-in. Send him off with a DVD season. We were talking about south of the border before. That's kind <laughs> of Mexico. <laughs> Why you got to bust his balls? I'll just, I'll just say it. You know that's just going to make his dad scream at him tonight when he's dreaming. All right. What are you nodding yes to, Fess? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the screaming will come back again. Why? It just happens uh, about every night. You know, you scared us all a little bit when you talked about killing yourself. Oh, I know. It scares me that my dad's bringing it up to me in a dream. I don't think it's your dad. It's just a nightmare. Yeah, that, that just that there's dreams about it scares the hell out of me. Did you tell your shrink? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you know not to kill yourself? Yeah. Do you know to call me before you kill yourself? Yeah, I would call you. Right. What did you just fucking sneeze into? Regular paper? Yeah, just a few. <laughs> I, t- I turned my mic off that's before. That's still disgusting. <laughs> Why? Why? I Why not fucking... The, the tissues Why? here. Why? I didn't even notice those. There's two of you them. You just fucking sneezed into the New York Post or something. Yeah, so? That's homeless people do that. And? I'm resourceful. Brendan, you're on a fez. Yeah, uh, that last call was Ash Napkin Ed from the Stern Show. He's a frequent caller. 
So you're giving out right now prizes to Stern's listeners. Ask Napkin Ned. Just was yes, a big, sir. and I know that he wasn't even focusing on the fact that you're giving him that. Um, let's go over here to um, James. James, you're running first. Good afternoon, boys. Hey. Uh, story about Steve. I went to school with. Um, I was friends with his wife in school. We all went to school together, and we're at his wife's mom's house. Drunk. And I said, well, I'm going to get ready to take off. And he says, you know, if you take off, I'm going to write for you over and give you a ticket for you to buy. So I'm thinking, are you serious? So I didn't leave. Well, like half an hour to an hour goes by, and I'm looking, and he's gone. And he was just as drunk, if not more drunk, than I am. Yeah, I've seen a lot of drunk cops. So he, he leaves, and like a week later, I see him. I'm like, man, I didn't leave that night because I thought you were going to give me a ticket. He goes, I was going to. I said, but you left. He said, so, I'm a trooper. He's like, I'm sorry, I blacked out. I don't know whether I arrested him or not. <laughs> a lot of times they probably just had fucking guys in the back of their car and left them there. <laughs> fucking come to. All right, let's break here. we got to come back and wrap it up. It's the Ron and Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show. So you're a freshman, right? Yeah. Tell me, man, how's this year's crop of freshman chicks looking? What'd you get in this material sometime early summer? I know that. No, man. Yeah. No, man. Okay. Yeah. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. And you left something on your desk you need? Oh, yeah. It was an email that I need to go get. Why don't you get it off your computer? That way you don't have to run anywhere. Yeah. What's the email about? It was about G-Baby. And I believe it was uh, the fact that he didn't like uh, Cowboys and Aliens when he reviewed it. Okay. So it was someone who was really taking exception to G Baby. Oh, uh, you know what? This same somebody was trying to bash him on uh, Twitter too the other night. Oh, if you don't fucking turn around and love every movie, the fanboys get upset. They lose their shit. Come on, Some like there's are. no such thing as good movies and bad movies. <laughs> No, it's all awesome. Every movie is a good one. It's all awesome. Struggling finding a fez? Yeah. No matter what they do, it's just the fucking best thing ever. Mm. Captain America beat the shit out of those Nazis. But she didn't see one swastika in that movie. Well, they couldn't. Oh, yeah, they freaked everybody out, right? Yeah, if you put a swastika in it, that means that you like it these days. (laughs) You can't have a bad person. All right, I got it. Let's see, this is from uh, Steve B. 
says, Ronnie B., why do you get movie reviews from someone who clearly hates movies and only likes theater and cinema? First of all, not true, G-Baby. G-Baby is closer to being a, a fan kind of reviewer than anybody I've ever met. If anything, I bust his balls about that. Yeah. And then he doesn't even have... Uh, he doesn't even know black and white films. That's true. He started. I go, what is the oldest movie that you've seen? He said Evil Dead. <laughs> he hasn't seen anything before that. He says indie movies are good and even and can even be quite enjoyable, but they are not the be all end all of movies in general. Those of us who are fans of comic book movies, and especially fans of movies in general, have been excited about these movies coming out for years. Right, but this isn't about your excitement. This is about how the film does once it gets here. And there's a reason that you're like going, now let's talk to the fan. Just like you wouldn't take a fan and put him on a fucking sports broadcast. And even though he was, like your team was losing, so I don't care, guys. We're still doing great. You know, it isn't about how big of a fan you are. It's whether or not the film worked or not. And G-Baby, who does, actually early this year even said something nice about fucking Transformers, which we yelled at him for, um, just said that this Cowboys and Aliens didn't work. This DB continues. He says, critics get paid to not like what they see. Critics get paid to have a bad opinion of everything. No, I don't think that's true. But in the case of a lot of critics, I think seeing too many movies could be the worst possible thing. Like, if you're doing a, like a Roger Ebert type show, you're seeing eight, ten movies a week. I don't care who you are, you're going to start to hate movies if you've been to ten screenings a week for fucking two years. I'd go, please, I just want anything but a movie on right now. So he says, uh, critics love to shit on mainstream movies because the critics think of themselves as artists, and it means that when they do like the new hip indie thing, well, they're just that much more cool. Critics, by nature and definition, are douchebags. And then he goes into some of the comic book movies that uh, have come out. If you did not have a critic, it wouldn't be fucking talked about. You wouldn't be able to put the debate out. No one ever says you're supposed to agree with every critic. And if you look, they don't agree with each other quite a bit of the time. And quite frankly, I don't even read a lot of criticism until after I've seen the film. Because most critics are so bad, they just do a summary. And yes, I am talking about you, Ebert. You'll like this movie up until the dog drowns, and then you'll feel really Fuck. sad. The well, dog I swear to God, he will write shit like that. He will give away big plot points. Well, he gave away Crying Game, right? On the fucking TV show? I don't know if that was him or his partner. Yeah. No, I'm going to protect... Uh, the first time that fucking G-Baby ever gives one negative review to a comic book movie... Uh, by the way, uh, I'm, the comic book movies, because they put out so many, are in trouble now. Uh, it's going to be up to next year to see whether this uh, genre still is worth this kind of money. Because this year, mediocre to poor. They burned it out. Trying to put together this Avengers, and now I think they're going to do the Justice League, I think, for DC. It's, they fucked themselves. Just, just try making movies out of these minor characters that aren't as popular, like your Batman, your Superman, your Spider-Man. They fuck themselves. No one gives a shit. So, 
Who are the only ones that are fucking popular? Batman with the general public. Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. I guess an Iron Man. And I don't yeah. even think Iron Man was that popular. No, that was a I think Robert Downey fucking Jr. was popular. Yeah. And yeah. got people to show up. Yeah, just a good fuck. Yeah, the big name fucking brought him But in. that Captain America, you could blame the kid who played it, but who could make that fucking happen? It looked crazy. And we were talking about cool earlier. There is no such thing as a cool superhero. No. They all look like dicks. You can't help it. I mean, Downey Jr. comes off as cool until he puts the Iron Man thing on. Huh. Then he's a fucking idiot wearing an iron. Yeah, I just want to see him as a drunk playboy. He's fucking living it up, blowing shit Here's up. Here's the other thing. You know it isn't made out of iron. <laughs> so I think you can have Green Arrow, a Green Arrow movie. He would be a cool superhero. Where it's he's not... dressed up like fucking Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... he's got a hood on and the bow and arrow. Yeah, that's not fucking cool. That's like going to a fucking Renaissance fair. You're never going to fucking hear. That's like saying Jethro Tull is suddenly fucking cool. That's who actually they should get Ian Anderson to play fucking Green Arrow. So we're on a face show, wrapping this one up. Oh, there he is. There's Mr. Fucking Cole. Yeah, guy. Look at his like fucking a, hair. Looks like a douche. <laughs> you can't pull it off. I don't blame them. They got stuck into a world where you're dressed up like fucking Robin Hood with a bow and arrow. I know. It's fucking 2011. I'm going to fight crime looking like Robin Hood or whatever the fuck with a bow and arrow. Did he have any powers or was he just fucking weird? No, nope, just trick arrows. Oh, God. My trick arrows will help me here. <laughs> this arrow goes around corners. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> Fez... I found out that you fucking faked me with that American Apocalypse. You did a live read. Oh, you yeah. You made me fucking believe you. Yeah. That, I mean, it's a, nothing I said wasn't true. It's a damn scary site. Crisis11.com. And it's all about predictions about an American Apocalypse where the whole economic system is well, going to collapse. What does this guy want us to do, though? Um, apparently he's going to, uh, eventually tell us how to, what we need to do as a government and as people to make sure that our own finances are secure. Why is he going to eventually tell us? Why can't he just tell us now? Well, you got to go to the Crisis 11 and check out the video and see what goes on there. Mm. He's someone that we probably need to be listening to. So that's at Crisis 11, talking all about the upcoming American apocalypse, where with this debt thing that we got going on, it's just going to get overwhelming. We're going to end up in gigantic inflation, where we won't be able to afford groceries. And he's predicted stuff in the past that's come true. And now he's predicting... What did he predict in the past? Uh, that uh, stock market crash in the uh, 90s. And also, uh, before this latest economic downturn, mm -hmm. where everything just started How going into the crap. This stuff? He is uh, he's an economics expert. He's a doctor of economics. Dr. Martin Weiss. So Dr. Martin Weiss, I presume? So, in the next 11 months, there's another event headed our way. Another event. Another economic event. event. That's also going to imperil our own uh, personal safety as well. How? 
because things are just going to get so bad on the streets. Things are going to get so bad for everybody in the country. You know the only thing that will protect us? What's that? Magic arrows. Well, they're trick arrows, not exactly magic. Dr. Weiss says this? No, no, that's Green Arrow. Stay with your read. Yeah. Focus on your read. Dr. Weiss has the video at... Dr. Weiss, I presume? At uh, crisis11.com. They actually say viewer discretion advised. It can get very scary. Or is there porn in there? No, there's no porn. So that's uh, no obligation. It's just completely free information at crisis11.com. So he's giving it away. It's free info. Yeah, take advantage of that. I'm going to. Can I reach him from my phone? Um, I don't know. Why not? Because I don't, I don't know his number. No, I'm not going to call him. I'm go to the site. To the website. Oh, yeah. You're good, yeah, I'm sure you can get on the site uh, through a smartphone. It's a payphone. Oh, see, that phone, that payphone, probably not like going to work. You, you're the last person who uses the word smartphone. Hicks, do you still say smartphone? No, I just I, say I, phone for out. smartphone. Um, Pitbull, you're on my Fez. Hey, hey, what's up? Pitbull, yeah. Jenny. What can we do for you? Yeah, they put me on hold. I, we were talking about superheroes there, and a cool superhero is the Punisher. Oh, so? Am I still hanging in there or what? Hanging in for what? To, to, to let him... Oh, this is Ron. What's yeah, you're on the air with it. You're on the air. <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm sorry. I had you on speakerphone. I, uh, uh, How did I sound? Did I sound good from the speakerphone? Nah, you're off the speakerphone now, brother. But the Punisher, man, that's the he's the coolest uh, superhero, man. You got to give it to the Punisher. Didn't Dolph Lundgren the, play him in a movie? And I mean, that doesn't exactly movie. sound cool. Yeah, it was a good movie, and he's got the soul like ring. <laughs> hey, listen, I got to get off. I got a trooper behind me. All right, tell him I said hi. Is he drunk? <laughs> Did you just hear that fucking go off? All right, we got to get out of here. But uh, tomorrow, you're going to have more East Bound and Down for people? Yep, more uh, uh, DVD sets of East East Bound and Down Season 2. And are you going to try to bring up commercials but make me fucking think that they're real? Well, I don't think I'll try that again. Mm. Didn't work today. No, it worked the first time. It did. Until the second time you went into it, I was saying the same things the second time. I'm like, this is a live read. The first one, I actually fell for it. Which makes me the laughing stock with the listeners. I'm reading stuff they got sent to me. You got me, Fez. That wasn't the intention. What was the intention? Just to get the info out there. It's a live read, right? Uh-huh. So, if I don't know it's a commercial, you got to have known that I didn't know you were doing a commercial. Oh, right, yeah. Well, then why wouldn't you say that wasn't the intention? Because it wasn't to fool you. It's just to talk about the stuff in the commercial. But we were talking like we were having a com- fucking conversation. Fest. I guess, Fest. 
I guess maybe it was the intention. I don't know anymore. I don't know. Hicks? Yes? What are you doing after the show today? I'm not sure. Hopefully in some lunch, maybe? Yeah. What, are you buying lunch today? Yep, I'll get lunch. All right. All right. I already know what I'm having. What's that? $82. (laughs) So then I'll get it later myself. It's going to be a giant steak and lobster. Can I get like a buck fifty? Where are, you, where are you going so expensive? Oh, Go uh, to the my bar. Place. It's only $82. <laughs> Go to a bar. Liquid lunch. <laughs> Trying to drink away my problems. Still drinking till you pass out or are you able to stop first? No. Just passing out and coming to. Hicks has never fallen asleep where he didn't throw up in his mouth first. Every single time. Swallow back down. Doesn't sound comfortable. Hmm. Well, it's an American apocalypse coming his way. He's very, very confused. Oh, uh, no. I don't know which way is up. Uh, tomorrow, giving away new eastbound and down. But you have to be regulars on the Howard Stern show before you can win. I like to think, I like to think Ralph is going to win something tomorrow. <laughs> right, that's it for us. Uh, tomorrow... We'll tell you how you can get the Ron Bennington Cupcake if you're in the New York City area. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>